Welcome back to Dialogue Choices. It's been a few weeks. I don't remember how many or why at this point. <laughs> but here it has are. been three weeks, which at this point is more or less our regular schedule. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> yeah. I think Many things happened. Yeah, I don't remember how many reasons different people were gone anymore. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> so a bunch of things happened. The, the, and selfishly, I'm like, haha. I launched my video essay channel with actual videos and also hit 100,000 subscribers. So I'm the main character. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. And, and tomorrow I will re I'll be dragging Andrew back to hell. <laughs> Great. Oh, that's right. As we Great. record the third game in the series that was the reason is basically the reason he quit Let's Playing for like a year or two. Like you legitimately like, oh my like God. we recorded all of Zero Escape and then we were gonna start airing it. And I went through and continually aired the whole thing, but he uploaded the first two episodes and then never aired any of it again and also stopped uploading to his entire channel for like a year or something. Like I thought he was just done forever. Yeah, I think I think you said, Andrew, I think you said that you were basically done with Let's Play. Yeah. I remember you saying that. I, it was probably I, during it, that era where you like streamed some stuff that you never recorded. Yeah. Like At that your, point your Sekiro I, I mean, playthrough that's lost a time. Even now I still like struggle to upload videos. It's just been like that that game is just so bad. It's just un, like <laughs> it, it caused there's like irreversible a, damage. It it's just it really made me realize that there's there's so much uh there's so many better things in this planet um than most of the stuff i've in, ingested in my lifetime like looking back at all the games i've played i've wasted so much time because mm -hmm. they're all garbage they're just all garbage and then it just cattle like the catalyst is this fucking awful human mistake that is an embarrassment to our species and to any other intelligent life forms that could possibly come across our pathetic <laughs> existences and see this and go, oh my God, someone fucking made this and people bought it with money? You paid for this? Like, someone should have paid you to endure this. And to those who are a little bit confused about what we're talking about, even if it, was, if it isn't obvious, it's Zero Escape. Yeah. Because I don't think Keith mentioned no, it. No, I said Zero Escape. And it's just... Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. Because you're playing the third one. Yep, Zero Time Dilemma. Oh, my God. In a it's franchise good one, of confusing Keith. naming because... It's the, good... it's, the, I mean... it's the good one. Finally. Finally, the, the good one has the shown up. The contrarian in me is excited because I'm like, what if I like it? <laughs> what if I After... like the one everyone hates? <laughs> After after watching, I can make a video videos. essay that's like zero time dilemma. Dilemma is good actually, which is like no. the exact naming <laughs> yeah. scheme people used. No, you can't, because you would have to live in a world where someone, yeah. where the guy that wrote Zero Escape, has nothing to do with Zero Time Dilemma. That's the only way you I can make it. That good. is the thing: is you always have to wonder when everyone hates something. Is it for stupid reasons, like The Last of Us Two and the and The Last Jedi, or is it for like Devil May Cry Two reasons? <laughs> Or this is like an unredeemable oh thing and you don't know how it happened. Oh, is it bad? Devil, Devil May Cry 2? Yeah. I thought, I thought it was possible. Whenever I look at Devil May Cry I, I 2 I... in any way, I'm like, this, this can't be real, right? This doesn't seem possible. Like, oh, Devil, Devil May Cry. As far I'm as I can tell, Devil May Cry yeah. 2 is not even like, quote unquote, bad the way that like Mario 2, Zelda 2, and Castlevania 2 are. But like, 
<laughs> like genuine like shovelware bad like how the fuck did this happen to this franchise capcom how did this get greenlit what the fuck it's like i don't know maybe it's... maybe it's just a really strange creative endeavor type thing i don't know because like devil may cry itself only exists because like Res resident evil had an identity crisis it's like they were making Resident mm. Evil and they were making four and they're like, we're going to change it up like crazy because every now and then Resident Evil changes things up a bit. And with the, the mm -hmm. four they eventually made was like a franchise defining game and is also the reason why the next two really bad games happened because they tried to they took the wrong lessons from it and so on. But like people to this day see four as like this masterpiece in the franchise. But it was like their second or third attempt at making four because their first attempt at making four became Devil May Cry because it was so divergent that it had to be a new franchise. So I don't know if they were doing something yeah. really weird and that led to them accidentally making two, but like, I don't know. It just, whenever I see footage of it, it reminds me of that time I played Devil May, uh, I, uh, I liked, I liked the 3D Ninja Gaiden games, even though I never beat the first one because it was so fucking hard. And the second one I beat because it was relatively easy, but it was still like kind of challenging and fun. The third one though, I literally beat an entire level just kind of like mashing buttons and not looking at the screen. Oof. And like idiot Hayabusa wow. would just like teleport to all the dudes and like chop their heads off. And I was like, I'm playing a video game. Like what? Like how the fucking like how the great have fallen <laughs> when like fucking like I need to, I need to cover it one day and see how hard it actually is nowadays and see if I'd approach it differently or what. But like Ninja Gaiden one, the 3D one, like the reboot Ninja Gaiden. That was like the, the one that was three, like Dark Souls before Dark Souls. Like that was like a holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember. Like a methodical, difficult, combat oriented sort of dark fantasy setting game. Like that was like that exact itch, basically. I need to see how well it's aged yeah, people, and so on. People definitely treated it as a sort of a, an elite kind of game for only real gamers playing Ninja it Gaiden. Was fucking brutal. Like it was, I was so demoralized by the motherfucker, like uh, the 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 ninjas that have exploding shurikens, like they, they hurt me. Like as a kid, I'm like I can't handle this. Like they're already. Oh, it's for the original Xbox. Yeah, it's for the original Xbox. Not the 360. And I, yeah. and I need to look into like there's like a black and a sigma and. It's one of those things where it's like it's like because it's those are even harder, aren't they? Well, it's also like it's, it's like it's, it's Capcom where they keep releasing like revisions of their games, like uh, Monster Hunter and oh. Street Fighter. And so there's always mm -hmm. the question of like which one is like, like are they all actually better or is there is one of them like a revision too far? Like I think there's like a <laughs> bunch of different versions of Street Fighter, and people don't always agree that like the new one is like the good one, for example. And it's like it's like it's complicated. I get the impression. I get the impression that with the Ninja Gaiden, it might be like you're trying to to taste uh, like dips for hot peppers and being like, mm, this is super spicy. And then try another one. Oh, is this even more super spicy or because it's like it's a little bit. I, I don't know, because older games, I don't, cause I'm saying this because I've never played Ninja Gaiden apart from the, the SNES one on an emulator. And I couldn't, I couldn't do much. I'm not very good at these games, but older games, the difficulty approach to older games is that oh, the original Ninja Gaiden in 2D is like genuinely cruel. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because it would there it, are it, you, like mon- older there's games parts used to be of that like game that. where a monster spawns midway through your jump into you, and like because of how mon- because enemies spawn on the edge of the screen, and the jump involves jumping off the edge of the screen, you like take unavoidable damage because an, the, the guy will come back, and because if you go backwards and then re uh, like if you like try to avoid him and go backwards and then try to jump again the same guy will spawn at the same part of the jump like because it's like it's not like oh we spawned him and that's it it's like no he will infinitely spawn midway through your jump every time like the uh the fucking limitations of a side scroller crossed with just rude choices made in that game make it like cruel in a way that i'm not sure that that the reboot was necessarily but i I gotta see it the, the original one the original one was for the NES, so it was like easily ten years before the height of difficulty for the sake of difficulty. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was no, a that, kid, that I, was my I, first uh, video game. Real? Oh, <laughs> that's I thought it was the. I had. I, I thought it was the. I, sorry. I had Ninja Gaiden and I had the Duck Hunt Mario combination cartridge. Oh yeah, for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, have I also that. think I had like the Olympics game where you use a pad that had two steps on it. It was like the like a a twenty five years earlier Wii balance board. Mm-hmm. I've never seen we're that. Gonna, we're gonna make these kids exercise with their video games. <laughs> the, the ambition of it's... a of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I think. I, I well, just going just to finish off the the difficulty thing the um I, i'm pre- i'm pretty sure games were just uh marketed in like not marketed but they were made in a way that th- people just assumed they were just new that kids didn't have many access to many games back then so <laughs> the longevity of just last forever I, I get the impression right yeah they would make the games like be the harder idea or... of like if you, like if you don't die you would beat the first castlevania in like 45 minutes i think but you probably yeah. spend weeks trying to do that because you will just die. <laughs> and Castlevania One, you just start the game over if you die. Yeah, yeah, which is like just insane. And it's the same for the Sonic games. And, well, uh, I don't know about the Mario's. And I mean, those early uh, do, those early NES games were built with the intention of like quarter eating. Like they still had that mentality even that you build they a game couldn't oh, take yeah. quarters. Yeah, you just but you always build a game like even continues and stuff existed because of that concept of like yeah games have to have mm-hmm, like right, a yeah. continue system right because then when you run out you start the game over and you're like what why would you do that that sounds kids, like that's just awful kids these days don't know what a continue is I never want to see yeah. a continue ever again <laughs> continues are I never want to I never want to see a life system again where you like even as late as Crash Bandicoot which I had that was my first Patreon playthrough I had to do back in the day and it was like you die a few too many times you have to just, just you just get kicked out to the loading screen the, the, the start screen and you get to load your save and guess what you can only save like every like five levels or something so it's like oh yeah you're having trouble with level four or five you got to play all the other ones again and like you're uh, and like you're annoyed and you're kind of rushing it and you're like fuck i, I lost lives that i need for the actually hard level and it's just so stressful it pisses you off i think in some games Especially like more puzzle-oriented games, not necessarily that they're just puzzle games. They could be fighting games, but I think in some games the life system is still a perfectly legitimate gameplay mechanic. But it has to have some measure of 
inherent uh, pleasure in replaying a game, like going for a new run. Let's do it. Let's see what how far I can get into this, or or if I can beat it. No, I, like, I, hate I remember. It. I hate it. Like, I like when you, we play Super uh, Mario 3D World and it's just a bunch of levels on an overworld, I do not miss at all the fact that you don't have the ability to, like, get reset to the beginning of the whole world or whatever. Or in the case of properly old games, being reset to the beginning of the whole fucking game. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I'm under the impression that if, no. you, if you beat Dark Souls and it didn't start over all the way to the beginning every time you died, did you really beat Dark Souls? Or did you That's just... the thing is like even the infamously <laughs> like punishing Dark Souls doesn't even begin to do what actual games all did back then. <laughs> and people will be like kids these days at me when they see me as the ignorant, stupid let's player and whatever. And they want to be hurtful. And I'm like, bitch, I grew up with those. Don't kids these days me. I grew up with Ninja Gaiden and shit. There's no upside. It's it's just bad. <laughs> It was just a, it's just like yeah, desperate I, attempts to stretch your game forever. It's like there are infinite games now. There is no need for that. You buy a fucking charity bundle and yeah. it's like here's 500 video games for $10. You'll never play them. You'll literally never run That's, out. You'll never play. Uh, Humblebundle.com. You guys should, everybody should check it out. Yeah. Because no, the, some people don't know that it exists. You make it through like one Humble Bundle. Or one Steam sale. Oh, you're set for... And suddenly you're like, well, that's a backlog I'll never actually finish. <laughs> Ooh, Sakura series is on discount. Nice. Then you're like, well, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking of a game that I played on a Saturn, and I don't know if it, it was a very famous game because somebody gave it to me for free, and I, I was like, okay, thanks, and I had fun with it. But it was it was called Blast Chamber, and it was a ser a series of um, 3D puzzles, effectively, where you competed against four or three other uh, little dudes. And basically, you had to carry a bomb to, I think I, I might be misremembering the exact details, but you had to carry a bomb to an objective. And it was sort of a labyrinthine um, level where you could rotate the level and use gravity that way. And there was a bunch of mechanics. And it was really a puzzle game at the end of the day, but it was also time-based and you were against the AI. So they could like steal the bomb from you or push you off and you could do the same to them. It was, it was a, I, I thought it was uh, as a, I thought probably was 13 at the time or something. Um, I thought it was a very interesting game. But it was a game where there were 100 levels. I never beat it, I don't think. I think I reached level 98 or something. Uh, it were, there were 100 levels. And you could... Um, I don't remember exactly how it was, but you could only die five times, I think. And every time you died, you reset to the last... Uh, fifth level. So basically, you died at level 98, you went to back to level 95. Or you died at 93, you went to 90. Get me? So it was basically how that worked. And the five lives were really oppressive because <laughs> you lost them early on. You'd be like, oh, no. But so it, there was a, an aspect of memorization, remembering what the puzzles were. And then you, you lost those lives. That, that was it. You had to restart. And I thought, I thought the game worked really well. I thought it was an interesting mechanic because it was very frenetic, frenetic. And it was designed around somebody. Like the, the, set, the setting was about prisoners that were sentenced to die. And uh, they had to carry these bombs, and it was like a TV show dystopic sort of thing. And he had to carry these bombs, and only one of them out of the, uh, the thousands of people who would go into these cubes, uh, only one of them would come out alive, the one at the end. Uh, which in my games, it was never anybody, because I never saw the last level. <laughs> but it was, That's the that, real truth. That game, That's what actually happens. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. But I thought that game was really good because it was so frenetic. It was like the life system was. Makes me think. That's what added the difficulty. Makes me think about how like when I played a just... uh, Fighting Force with Andrew. I think it's probably the first time I ever actually beat Fighting Force. <laughs> I think that <laughs> game also had a life system and it was a beat 'em up. And it's really, I think, if I remember correctly, it's like it's fucking hard. Like it's. It's a nightmare. It's the part where you're like on an elevator and everyone has a rocket launcher. You're like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> yeah, that final boss was also really tough. We were yeah, we were uh, pretty close to losing there, or you were, I guess, because I wasn't uh, playing. Were you just dead at that point? I don't remember. Yeah, I was already dead. Yeah, because that was a co-op game. That was like the whole appeal. Uh, God, it's just old-style life systems are just like playing a roguelike, but nothing changes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like wow. <laughs> what an upgrade. I love it. It it mm-hmm. does it does yeah, feel can... slightly unnecessary too in some games where you're like, why did you even do this? What was your what was like the goal? Like you have like Mega Man, for example, had the really good system of every time you start, here's a password. So that way when you ran out, like someone some had someone had some big dumb brain and said like it has to have lives. But then someone snuck in and went like, yeah, but we could just give but them a password, password for the level. Yeah, just like, they don't need to and do that. It, That's really shitty. And then sheet books that just tell you the passwords. Which is fine. <laughs> and I don't really care. But what matters to me, what mattered to me as a kid was that when I lost in Mega Man, which I did a lot, I didn't have to start the fuck over. I was just yeah. like, all right, I could just put in the code, start where I was, go. Like, and as a, even as a kid, those were like oppressively hard games with passwords. Yeah. That's but that's what I'm saying is like they were you know Mega Man's already a pretty hard game for a kid. I don't think I've ever beaten a Mega Man. Really? Yeah, I think I had the one with the I had I think I had the one with the flying boss as a kid. The one with that doesn't have walls. It's like oh my god, a giant scrolling boss chamber. This would be sub, a subversive element of this franchise if I had played them before and knew that this was new and different. <laughs> Because it's always like you you, you do the, the freeze frame walking through the the door twice because like you go into the hallway then out of the hallway and then you're in the boss chamber and then you're stuck in a yep. single screen with the boss, but that one has like a you fight like a a bird or a plane oriented guy and it's like a big scrolling area with no walls you can, and you can fall off the airship and die I think, and uh, I think that's the one I had hmm. I don't remember if it's eight or X. Uh, I think that's X. Yeah, I think X I think is the I, one that I, introduces the bird. Yeah, because I think when I watch the sequelitis, I'm like, I recognize this weird bee helicopter in the intro. The bee I helicopter. I remember it. Isn't he just a bee? <laughs> am I, am I, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he is just a bee, but well, he's I don't know. He's just a bee. Just a bee shaped helicopter. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but he is. <laughs> I don't question the Mega Man universe. I've always preferred melee over guns, so I always played like. Castlevania instead of Mega Man and Metroid. Like having That's why a sword. I always play Mario. <laughs> well, Mario is not melee, he's jumping. You don't have a hammer. That's that's the truest melee. He has he has no weapons, <laughs> only the, the feet. real melee. Melee for adults. <laughs> that's it's got to be really difficult. Like you ha- not only have to you you have to like you have to jump very high above all the enemies. And of course, Mario jumps very high. But then you have to control your fall, and you take as about as much punishment as your enemy. Because if you think about it, 
it, if you do enough damage to de uh, to to like basically the force has an equal reaction, right? You're basically being hit in the legs from below by the enemy that's coming up at you while the, as you fall on top of it, and that's gotta hurt, especially turtles. I, if I fell on a turtle, I would die more than the turtle would die. I would die if I fell on a turtle. <laughs> I think I would. Those things are, are hard. It's mm. like cement. I think you're I, overestimating turtles. Yeah, I think I don't think you would be hurt. I think you would probably fall over. I, I think turtle shells are probably not <laughs> the most stable things to land on. But I don't think you would hurt yourself. I think you'd just be like, whoa, that was a, just, a, a tough landing. But... I'm just saying, have you seen how high Mario jumps? That's like three or four stories high sometimes. Is it, what is <laughs> no, he's not jumping four stories. No. Well, it depends. Let me, on, let me look at I it. I think you should probably yeah. uh, judge. If you're doing like game theory math about his height, you should probably base it on his on his not small version of himself, at least. Oh. Because he, he okay. jumps really high so compared not... to the small version of himself, but I don't think that's supposed to be the like the normal one because that thing's a deformed little nightmare. <laughs> that, okay, so maybe he just only jumps two meters, like which is just Olympic head. level of eighty percent. I mean, that he's jumping. Like a, he's jumping pretty high for a for a plumber, but he's not like. I mean, he's probably jumping he, higher than anyone has ever jumped. That's not true. Mm, but still, not four really stories. Hard. I don't think. No, I think he's the only jump. He probably jumps only like two meters. Uh, Two or three meters at most, but I think what is the world record for height jump? Uh, I don't even know how, what it. it's called. I think it is around two, uh, two or uh, three meters. Let's see. Um, tall jump. I, what is it called? Standing high jump or standing. Well, it's running jump. That's the one. No, that's and the, the running length, is a long jump. It? I think it's a standing high jump. I think a stand. Yeah, it's a standing high jump, which is uh. 1.70 meters. <gasps> Only? Oh, but the, yeah. The standing. But they, they have like this uh, record where they they run into a little You're talking about the platform and then... The run and jump? Yeah, it's like a running jump, but it's it's about how high you get. It's basically the same as the standing the standing one. The standing one is really difficult. I've seen I've seen them do that. And Are, it's, you're it's talking impressive. about like long jump? No, no, it isn't. the. <laughs> it's basically like the standing jump, long except they have jump a run. silver. Have this, you never seen that? I feel like you're talking about weird filler pedantic uh, things in Olympics um, where they like they run out of shit maybe. to show you, so they have to make up fake stuff to do. Like that sounds like <laughs> one of those. Like I, I don't. I, 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 being on Twitter lately, it has been funny seeing a trend of people just describing weird sports they're seeing on the Olympics that they don't understand. I the Olympics <laughs> used to be pretty understandable and then all of yeah. a sudden it started having like offshoots and offshoots and offshoots of offshoots but combinations of two offshoots and I'm like what the, what are you doing stop wasn't this just like an hour yeah. event so people could just have an excuse to be active for a day like what the hell happened <laughs> like I think I saw one that was people they were saying that I turn on the Olympics at random and there seems to be a bunch of people run there seems to be a bunch of men just running single file I don't understand <laughs> Like not like a normal Wait, race, oh, that's but like, like something long... else is happening. Like they're weirdly like, like they're lined up for some reason and they're running in a circle or something. They're doing the slipstreaming. If it's like endurance the racing, then yeah. what? Yeah, you like you get you Toyota. don't want... like in bicycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like a marathon and stuff, you group up in a way that that uh, allows you to save 
So they're just uh, like NASCARing. It's about running forever. Yeah, they're NASCARing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) I have never watched the the Olympics, and I probably never will. Yeah, I I don't. I I found out the name. The name of the the thing. It's the running vertical jump. That's that's. And I'm trying. That sounds like a made up name. That that sounds like a made up ass name. Running vertical jump. This is. Fucking call Look it up jump. on YouTube. It's super. It's it's. I think the highest ever on YouTube. It says fifty-two inches, which is probably like a meter. Is there? Oh, that's different. Is there like a an entire Punnett square of like standing, running, high, long jump? <laughs> like all all four combinations exist somewhere <laughs> in the Olympics. You just got to tune in at the right time for what specific sound niche a little bit like that. jump someone's good at. Okay, uh, so there I think, is. I think the stand- there's the high jump, long jump, pole vault, and triple jump are the only four jumps that are real jumps, uh, as acknowledged <laughs> okay. by every the. Every other uh, jump, jump, fake. Every fake. other jump <laughs> is is not categorized as as an Olympic sport, so they okay, are they are you. not real jumps. That um, pole vault leads to some go. terrifying injuries. That's uh, a scary jump. A uh, triple jump sounds kind of like someone's like pushing Mario. the limits here. Yeah, the objective is to leap horizontally <laughs> as far as possible ah. in a series of three jumps, which, yeah, definitely. When was that added? Because that sounds like great. something that oh, It's been a while. It's great. I did that when I was in school. Because it sounds like, because as far as I can tell, the takeaway there is that Mario's three jump loops, like based on real science, it actually makes you go further no. if you jump a third time. <laughs> yeah, so apparently. It's jump off the ground, not off the air. <laughs> No, no, but, no, so no, that's no. Thing, Mario doesn't that... air jump. It's that if you jump three times in a row as as 3D oh, Mario, really? yeah. his third jump is way higher. Oh, that's cool. Which, he does like, he does a, like, he does like indeed, flips yeah. and shit. And you that's know what? Yeah, unfortunately, thing. so unfortunately, the triple jump was added in Mario 64, which came out in 1998. The triple jump was added yeah. to the Olympics in 1995. So Mario <laughs> copied the Olympics. <laughs> you mean reality? I learned triple jump. I learned triple jump when I was in high school. So by 98 or 99, I was doing triple jump in in uh, PE. Are you so, Mario? I'm Mario. Secretly, I have the mustache. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the, the, the first time it was in the Olympics was in... Uh, ni- oh, no, it says... It says it was in there in modern times in 1896, but I don't see. Um... You know, back in the 19th century, they didn't. They they messed around with things a lot. I, I'm going they to. Ar- the I'm going to. Jump. I'm going to argue that and this they, wasn't it, a thing. I think someone just randomly jumped weird once in the Olympics back in the day, and someone was like, "Well, that was weird. It was like three jumps." Medals, but <laughs> medals to that person. Medals. No, they tried to do things a lot. There was that. There was the the walnut archery and the the sleeping triathlon is just like big madness you say in the, the sleeping triathlon yeah it's like they <laughs> they slept and slipped it's the madness slipping just, sleeping or sl- slipping or sleeping or slipping both of them that's why it's a triathlon i what? I like this sentence, by the way, which is an awful sentence, which is the triple jump was inspired by the ancient Olympic Games and has been a modern Olympics uh, event since the game's inception. What? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Since the modern Olympics? Which whose game's inception? Because it didn't. Because yes. I can tell you the ancient Olympics didn't exist in 1896. <laughs> like, uh, what? Modern Olympic Games. Let me look well, up. Aren't, on the, aren't the original Olympics like like thousands of years old or something? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, they but didn't, you, they you didn't consider stop. the revival. Greek interest in reviving the Olympic Games began with the Greek War of Independence. I think they had a lot of free time, so they did gymnastics on the side besides the war. Oh. And then, and this was in, in 1870 and 1875... Uh, they the, that's when they hosted the revived Olympics, because obviously you know they're very old, but they didn't happen for millennia. That's what I thought. You know, it's like I, don't, saying, I don't think there was a continuity from beginning to end, which is why the other yeah. thing talked about the revived Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Or the modern so Olympics. Egypt is a very old country, but yeah. it's not the same country because it, it, there's not really any. It basically it cuts off at three ninety three. They said like uh, after that. They, uh, we find some proof they continue doing Olympics, but no one wrote about it, so we don't know. Some, which is like just some blokes which, just jumping off of some things. That, no one wrote nobody about paying it. attention. Though, though, like to its credit, Olympic events were basically just kind of something to do on the weekend. Like they weren't the overly produced shitty festivals that you see now. Uh, they were just like, hey, let's do some fun stuff outside because what else do you do in a fucking 300, uh, 300 time period? You can, it's either watch cows, watch grass, watch men Excuse in very me. short clothing doing Olympic not cows. events. Not cows, goats. Did we're they not have cows? Antiquity. They did, but they chose not to herd them. It was all goats. You've seen the movies. It's always a goat and a sheep every once in a while. They can't, couldn't You've distinguish them very well. You've seen the movies? <laughs> that's a weird right? I'm, I'm, that's a weird claim for you to make of all people where does you know <laughs> yeah because i haven't the universe <laughs> the universally established movie language of how this is movied me from the movie yeah. watcher the guy who watches movies once every <laughs> once in a while i saw a movie once i didn't like it never went back <laughs> <laughs> that was my um, one it was Speaking which, of which, now I, I'm, I now hear, I'm curious to like who who started this whole shitty mess. Like who was the asshole behind creating the Olympics again? And, it's the Greeks. Uh, no, it's the, the it War was, of Independence. It was the British. <laughs> was it? Oh, it probably was. Actually. The Brit. The yeah, Brit it, during it, the 17th century. You look century. deep enough into anything, the Brits will always come up, and it's just uh, no. It's actually their fault a little. <laughs> At an annual meeting near Chipping Campton. All right, that's a. Chippy, is that her name of city? Okay, sure, whatever, guys. Uh, <laughs> it was organized by a lawyer in 1612. Wow, what a... A lot of things are organized by lawyers, to be fair. And he is quite ugly, if you're curious. Uh, wow. His mustache is bigger than his face. Just gonna his go at him, head. huh? Uh, yes, this man has dressed well, but he did not... <laughs> he stopped at the neck. That's where and he stopped caring for just woke up today himself. wanting to end a man. I think he ended himself. <laughs> you can't probably, trust. This is old stuff, so he probably is already. Yeah. No, he's. I, I think he's still alive right now. Um, Wait, who are we talking about? I thought he was the person <laughs> who revived the Olympics. I, I don't I think you get believe to believe so. Yeah, I think he's joking. I don't think you get to live oh. or die when you <laughs> when you become a lawyer. I think you're stuck in purgatory forever. Oh, that's how come why. I can't go back. I don't know. Wait, he. He literally wiped himself off the face of Wikipedia. I can't see him anymore. <laughs> it's okay, gone. There he is. Uh, okay, yeah, that was if it. If you right-click on your, on your backwards button, you can actually see the history. It's a short little shortcut. Yeah, and it, 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 took, it took me back to the picture. 
-hmm. That's why I was like, oh, I can't get back to the article. Uh, yeah, apparently after that, the British were like, that was stupid. And then <laughs> they never did it again. <laughs> and then, uh, then the French tried it in 1796. And then they also said that was stupid, and so they didn't do it again. <laughs> do not get your history lessons from this podcast. And then finally, it was... No, don't do that. Uh, in 1834, Stockholm decided, we'll do... Or Sweden decided, we'll do it. And then it worked. And then we did it again, forever. So... Oh, was it 30, 1834? It's actually earlier than... Uh, in 1834 than and 1836, the Olympic Games were held in, uh, in Stockholm, Sweden... And after that, it started becoming consistent. I had to have a uh, syndrome about it. Cause, so after uh -huh. 1836, <laughs> it was happening again in 1850, which is probably because, I don't know, money? Wars, probably. Yeah. You know how it goes. Uh, also, not very good turnout. Only 2,500 spectators saw the games, probably because uh, Sweden, wasn't, the wars, yeah, everybody was Sweden wasn't an easy place to just, you know, swim to. Uh, swim? Sweden is mainland. Yeah, how how are, are how are the U.S. going to get there? Oh, the U.S. You probably didn't even didn't even hear. How about is it. like the majority of the planet getting there? Because it's I mean, well, I guess, I guess technically Africa and Asia can walk, but like Japan can't it's, get there, and the rest of the Pacific Islands can't get there. They had like, boats. They had like, boats. You are not going to take a boat to go watch Olympic Games in Sweden. That's that's a no. A terrible yeah, waste of money. It's all Swedes. It's probably all Swedes. You also don't and even the, speak the, the language. The, what are you going to do? You're going to show up and be like Swedish game or like Olympic Games and be like what? Uh, that's fair. Anyways, I don't uh, understand what we're talking about anymore. No, we yeah, it's called the tangents. It, we we don't no, nobody does. Anyway, the Olympic Games are not real. They're just shams. They're they're uh, someone walking around with a corpse in their hands, trying to make you think it is something it's not. Don't fall for it. Mm -hmm. Not the movie industry. The the Olympic Games died with the Greece, Keith, and when they died, <laughs> so did so did the Olympic Games. Greece is still around. I I, I, I it ends up on the pan every day. No. Oh, that Greece. Got, uh, I get it. Puns. Because of the... Mm -hmm. Also, your favorite actor, John Travolta. <laughs> it's it's called Grace. The E is silent. Grace? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what if you just find out, after all these years, the movie Grease is pronounced differently? <laughs> You've been I saying mean, it wrong your whole Greece? life. Yeah. It's like that time I huh. found out there was a band called Portugal, and they had, they had never been to Portugal. Uh oh, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. How do Why I fix do this? this? What'd you do? Uh, I'm typing in Russian. There. Oh, I thought you broke your recording. <laughs> the only no, thing no, that could possibly was... matter to me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm typing in Russian is is one of those problems. <laughs> I, I realized I typed I typed in a phrase and I looked at it and I was like. That looks like spaghetti. Someone wrote spaghetti <laughs> on my search bar, and then I looked down. And I was like, oh, it's in Russian. <laughs> Russian is so it's 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 one of the eviler languages to encounter when you're let's playing in text form because you're like it looks almost like words you could try to pronounce but every word you think you recognize is a lie or every letter you think you recognize is actually definitely not the letter <laughs> you think it is it's all yeah. a prank it's yeah like, oh that, that p is actually a v or whatever the fuck 
It's an R. You don't know the P? That's the most famous no, one. I don't know any of it. I don't. I was just saying random things. Oh, okay. I think my oh, I, think, I, see, I, see. I think A is my favorite because it's just uh, someone. It's just a, a big butt holding a stick in between it. What? Wait, that's the A? Yeah. Oh, look that's at, the A. That's right. Look at all. Look at all those butts holding a stick in between them. They're beautiful. Oh, like a what is that? Um, a sigma or no? Sigma's triangle. That's not a sigma. Oh, the, the D. The D is, is that Omega? No, that's not Omega. Uh, that's, that's, what are we talking about here? That's it's E. It's an egg on a stick. <laughs> well, it's E-F, it's, or F-E, it's F. No, F-E is later tonight on Final Fantasy. <laughs> no. I like, I like knowing a little bit of Cyrillic, and to my surprise, every time I try to read it, and sometimes I actually get it right, I've never got comments of people, I got a lot of Russian viewers, but, uh, and I never get comments of, of people being like, oh, you dumb, you don't even know that a reverse N is a, actually a, an E or something, whatever. Why would whatever you ever know um, that? Because <laughs> I don't, obviously I don't know all the letters, but I do know Why don't you know random minutia words. of my language? I've inflicted upon you the <laughs> idea that you have to know this for some reason. But that, that's the thing, that never happens. It's it's totally fine. Everybody's Jeez. very chill, and they, they come and say what they explain, what they say, the cheeky bricky and stalker and stuff like that. Cheeky bricky, all very nice people. Cheeky bricky, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cheeky bricky. Because it's it's what weird. Did you just say to me? That's what happens when you uh you, you talk. You can like there's a button you can just press to talk and stalker, and sometimes <laughs> it'll be like cheeky bricky, and you're like what. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny because it it takes place in Ukraine, but they speak Russian instead of Ukrainian. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's. I uh, think that that's not an market accident. related. It's just so they can sell to Russia properly, right? Well, that's because Russia thinks that Ukraine is part of Russia. <laughs> I don't oh. know that that's the reason, though. Um. Oh, maybe because uh, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they do speak Russian in Ukraine. I thought in Ukraine. They, they, I mean, they're, they're dual. They're, oh, they you, probably do, yeah. They speak Ukraine, or not Ukraine, they speak, uh... Shit, I typing. said Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, country names are complicated. What is it, they, uh... Damn it, what they're is the Ukrainian, language? Ukrainian, yeah, there's... Uh, the language, Oh, it is yeah, Ukrainian. language, Ukrainian, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was something else. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they speak both Ukrainian and Russian. Depends on, like, what part of Ukraine uh, you're in. Mm-hmm. Just reminds me of uh, playing Ukraine, old, yeah. uh, like, Call of Duty 2. And they'd... I just... It always stood out to me so much, but even before I knew German, that just all the time you'd hear them yell, Edgeschoss! <laughs> like, only, like... Like, probably, like, two years later, I finally learned that it means, like, ground floor. So they're, like saying where they think I am. So it's like the AI reflecting that they know where I am currently in the building because the it's your enemies that are saying that. I like also, that it's, I can't uh, believe you don't know it, what that symbol is, Keith. Uh we played uh Virtue's Last Reward. That's Phi. It is Come it is on. a Phi. I thought it was something that familiar. Oh, yeah, Phi is, I did guess Sigma for a second there because, you know, we did play because he's the other character in the same game. Yeah. Uh, then I I'm, think then I'm like, wait a, a minute. Name in, uh... Wait, actually. Oh, wait. I'm wrong again. I thought that the reason I think it's... that Sigma wasn't what I thought it was it was because the triangle. But the triangle's Delta. I'm just a train wreck. The, tri the Delta is Greek again. 
How, how dare you, Keith, not remember a dead language? Well, Delta, well, Delta comes up in math no, a lot. That's important. Greek is not dead. Like Delta V or whatever. They, they write in... The, yeah, they do. And the phi as well. The phi is for the diameter. It's used as a diameter. Or a section. No, section. Yes, I think. That's not what Greek looks like. like I thought Greek looks like it looks different. No, 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 no. What, from the delta? Yeah, oh, delta is, is a Greek letter. Yeah, but I thought... I thought like modern Greek looks different than ancient Greek. Oh yeah, probably a little. I I don't know. I but, I don't I don't write either of the languages. I just thought they looked. I thought they the symbols got a little bit of an update. No, they probably did because that that always happens. Wait, they use they use the pi symbol. Mm-hmm. Uppercase and lowercase. Well, that would be confusing nowadays if you brought a, a Greek from back in the day. They'd be like, why is there so many of our symbols hanging out here with numbers? What a bunch <laughs> of nerds. I mean, that's... <laughs> you know, we use English letters in math too, right? Well, yeah, but they wouldn't that's know like what those part, are. That's the part you gave they up They would just at. be like, uh, well, yeah, because that's not math. Math ends... I like the idea that you would bring the Greeks to the modern world, like the ancient Greeks... And of all the things <laughs> in our world that they'd be confused by, it'd be the part where, where they see some math, some of their letters are in there. <laughs> yeah, because they, they would be As like, As if Wait. they didn't have any of them in their math. Did yeah, they exactly. Not? The reason why they're but in it's math. Not like, the reason why they're, they're not going to be confused by like visual novels or anything. <laughs> or computers. It's going to be the math that has their letters in it. I don't know, man. The, don't those symbols because the mean reason, something? What a world to be alive in. The, the reason they're in maths is because the, it's from Greek mathematicians. A lot of the, old, the newer concepts are all normal um, Latin letters because just a lot later, like E or C or stuff like that. Why would you put it in Latin? <laughs> you, e is a Latin letter. But I'm saying if, new, if newer mathematical... <laughs> discoveries have latin why would you pick a dead language they didn't invent that math what, what do you mean dead language? <laughs> why would you use I latin i don't know characters? what the fucking hell he's dying on at this point we use what the latin this? alphabet i'm not sure what this conversation is and... oh i thought you were saying that they were like you they were using like latin words to say to like oh no no i'm like letters. why would Just... you put why would you use no it's not Does taxonomy Oh. No, no, yeah, it's yeah. That's all I thought. Not not letters, not uh, words, just letters. <laughs> I understand the confusion though. It's my it, it also doesn't Vici help that algorithm. we call the letters and the language <clears throat> Latin. It'd be really helpful if we just had a, if we just used our Latin to create a new word for that. Well, it's just you know, it's the Latin alphabet or the Roman. I say Latin, but I think Roman alphabet might be more common in English. But it's like it's like the uh, yeah the, maybe uh, Arabic I think, I don't think it's numerals. Latin. Yeah, it might be Roman uh, or yeah Roman definitely Roman. Yeah, I'm thinking to the encoding things. It's it's Roman. Um, so so it's like the Arabic numerals. Are, that's the 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 numbers we use. It's the Arabic numerals because the Roman numerals are completely different. Yep, they're annoying. <laughs> I came to a. Oh, this might be a little bit out of the scope of our 
podcast here, but I came to a realization. I mean, we're taking on our entire language. I don't know what else could be outside the scope. <laughs> I okay, do like... okay, so bear with Sorry, me. Go for it. Bear with me. Do you know how we read from left to right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Wait, you do back... that? That's weird. That's not normal. <laughs> you don't read up a to while down? Back, yeah. A while back, I was thinking about stuff <laughs> that uh, is used from other languages that do not uh, read from left to right, like Arabic uh, that reads from uh, right to left. Uh, and the numbers in Arabic are written exactly the same as the numbers that we write. The, so mm. 1984 is 1984 in Arabic. Not exactly. Same. No, when I'm uh, not when I say um, when I say numbers, I mean the numerals, not obviously not if you write them all out. Well, I meant like like their six looks like a seven and their eight is a V. Like they kind of in Arabic? No. Yeah, Arabic. Are you, sure? are you talking about Arabic numbers? Yeah, Arabic numbers are like yeah, they use... zero is just a dot, which okay makes sense. One is a one, two is a one with a little bracket at the end, and then three is a one with two brackets at the end, and then they gave up and were like, we can't keep doing this forever, and so four <laughs> is a backwards e, and then five is like a circle. <laughs> And then six is a seven, seven is I a V, eight is an upside down V, and nine is a nine. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe, maybe I'm, we're, I'm confusing something here. But I, just as a quick, th and just going back to what I was looking into, I looked uh, 1984 as an example on Wikipedia, and then I went to the Arabic, uh, so ar.wikipedia.org slash Wikipedia slash 1984. And you see the numbers all throughout the page, and they're, and they're all 1984, so they, they don't write 9,891. Do you know what I mean? That, that's that's basically the gist of my of my argument here. There might be something more that you're referencing, but I I, I don't know about those special numbers. Uh, but what I do know is that the way we read our numbers comes from the way the the that famous uh, Arab mathematician from all those years ago. Um, had a book that basically came into Europe and everybody was like, oh, look at all these maths. He was really smart. Let's let's <laughs> stu study this. <laughs> it's really it's basically how it History. works. History. So, what, so what, I'm, what I was thinking was that, wait a minute, we start reading a number, 1984, from left to right. But in our head, we look at the number and we see immediately what it is, right? We, like, we look at a number. We don't need to read it out loud or generally, I don't need to read it out loud, small numbers specifically. We just look at it and we see, oh, it's 1984 or 23 or something. But we read, we uh, we uh, appreciate the number from left to right. But it, it doesn't make sense for Arabic readers to do that. And I'm thinking that we have our numbers in an order. Do you know how the zeros to the left don't count to anything? I think we have our numbers in an order from left to right that doesn't actually make sense for the original way they were created the left the reading them left to right and i was thinking this in conjunction with the binary with reading binary just looking at ones and zeros and thinking about how i personally like to read binary which is from right to left and i'm thinking my favorite think, way to read binary is never never <laughs> but i'm thinking what i think is our what numbers kind of are like flagellation is that <laughs> like i would just like to be no, no, worse it was just, off it today. was just a thought experiment let's it read binary <laughs> But what I'm, my conclusion was that, and I ask any Arabic uh, people who know Arabic in the comments to let me know about this, because this, I, I, I have some people that I can ask directly, but it's nice if it's in the comments, because it's easier for us. <laughs> uh, 
Also, let, also to... let me know if his pronunciation is a real one or a, a, a kernelization. I don't know. The of Arabic? Yeah. Or Arabic? I have yeah, no idea. Sorry. I've never heard it before, yeah, but I'm like, it's one of those times where I'm like, I don't know. It could be real. <laughs> it probably isn't. He's saying it, it a lot is. confidently, so maybe he knows better than me. <laughs> no, definitely don't. It's Arabic, I think. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is our numbers are supposed to be read right to left. That's my conclusion. That's why I, I went in this roundabout way of explaining it, but I, and I don't know if I did a good job of it, but uh, that's... that's uh, that's how you get kicked out of a party, is you start to tell this story. You tell a 10-minute story about how you think numbers might be backwards. Yeah, exactly. Our numbers <laughs> are backwards. <laughs> and I think it is. I like how the story ends with you not being sure. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, that's the thing. But think about it. When you, when you see a number, it's like, have you ever seen... Have you, do people... I, like, let me, I tell you my phone number, and I start... Uh, I, if I say the numbers 9, 1, 6 five and you can write them down it's easy for you right but some people at least here in portugal i think like in france it's always like this but it depends on the language but some people say like nine one twenty three fifty seventy one have do people do this in the u.s do you know do you know the the pain um, that i'm about to describe um what i like to do, i mean like I, specific it, cadences where it makes sense to be to say the mm -hmm the numbers as if they are a two-digit number but it's usually like the pairs mm -hmm. that are in like an even thing yeah okay yeah okay. it, it I, I depends on yeah it would depend on like like there's a three-digit opening number and maybe another one if you include the area code and then after that yeah. you might say that the last four numbers as two pairs mm -hmm. if you feel like it yeah. but it's also just as common or likely to not do that it but if you're a real so, asshole yeah, always... and you're leaving a message on your messaging machine and it's like, oh, yeah, call me back at blah, 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 blah. And at one point, they'll be like, N yeah, call me back at 19. <laughs> like, they'll wait, yeah, they'll exactly. wait too long, and you'll write down That's what the I'm other saying. number. Or, or 17, like, Fuck. 1. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm referring. So, basically, you got it, Keith. You got it. That's what I'm saying. If you think about it, the numbers to the left are... If you, if you see a number that starts with a 1, you don't actually know what that 1 means. It could be just 1, or it could be 10, which is an order of magnitude higher. It could be a million. It it doesn't have well, as much meaning as if you read but, it from the right. But if you say you always one, know that it's a 4. But if you say 1, it's only a 1. You no, can't, no, I'm, I'm you can't about say, reading, like, 110, yeah, yeah. and they're like, Exactly, what? exactly. <laughs> but I'm talking about reading reading a number with the, with the numbers. Like, if you look look at it from left to right... It doesn't like it doesn't tell you too much. You, you can only know if it's a thousand or a million after you process the rest of the information. And so, if you read it the isn't other that, way around, wait, isn't that the same problem you have no matter which direction you read? Yeah, no, no, if, you no, just no. See, if you just if you see like ninety six no, no, no. and you go like, okay, so ninety six. I'm also a little confused and then you keep by going the idea and you're like, of... oh, it's seven, eight, nine, and then there's a there's a comma. Like, isn't that more confusing when you're... I don't think it is. I'm confused by this uh, universe where you're reading numbers by, like, holding a piece of cardboard over it and slowly sliding it, sliding <laughs> it one way or the other. It's like, you know how big a number is because of how big it is. Like, physically, how much space but, it takes up on the paper. You're like, oh, it's a lot of digits. That's how big... That's, and that's how you know how many numbers, it is. You can't read from left or numbers, right to better understand how many digits there are. It's just how many digits there are. Yeah, but for big numbers, that's not as easy, though. And I, I ask you, the next time you, ha you have difficulty judging a big number. That's why we have, that's why we have commas. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. But and like if you, you always judge how big a- something is by, ju- by by checking how many digits it has, because that has more effect on the, that has more effect on the size of the number than any of the actual values in the slots. So it's not about I, reading it from I'm left saying. to right or right to left. You just count how many digits there are, and that's how big the number is. If you read from right to left, you immediately count all the digits, and you also know all that, the details about the number. That's not the true. <laughs> how do your eyes nothing work? About re- do nothing, you not... nothing about reading right to left instead of left to right makes you count the digits better. It's just you just need it to does. know the number of digits in total either way. I think of I 1984. Think of okay. 1984 and write, read it from well, 1984 is a word. There's a number that's so small you see it like instantly. For because sure, that's for, how yeah. we read. I'm just using that's it. how we read words. Is I'm any, just using any it smaller as an word, example. you don't actually like read left or right. You just see the word uh, in its entirety all at once. I know, I know, and it's absolutely true. That's why I said that for big numbers this works better. But uh, this is just an example. Think of 1984 and you have you read it from right to left. So you have four, and it is four. You know, there it's a four. And you have 80, and you have 900, and you have 1,000. And so you, you, you know that if you had more, you would have like 20,000 if you had a 2 before, not after. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, if you read it from right to left, you can then add up all these numbers, and you have access to them immediately as you read them. If you read it from left to right, <laughs> you need to know that there's a 1, but you don't know if it's 1,000 or if it's... Uh, of course you do, because it's 1984, but if it's a big number, it doesn't work. But... <laughs> I'm a- <laughs> You know what I mean? This makes I'm, imagining, sense to me. I'm, I'm imagining like the worst possible outcome here is that people Why, provide phone numbers in like, like <laughs> you're like quizzing your progress at reading a number midway through to be like, like I don't know what's it gonna be. Let's, let's review of, the clues so like far. A, Maybe it was the candlestick in in the fire in the hearth room. I think like a computer. <laughs> Maybe though. that's what killed Colonel like Mustard. Uh, I mean the well, thousand can, digit. <laughs> But we can't think like a computer. That's why we have computers, because we're terrible think at thinking Arabic, like computers. We, we don't want to think like computers. I think, Arabic people, I think Arabic people designed, or Arabic mathematicians, designed the numbers to be thought in that way, though, is what I'm saying. They were I mean, designed they, it's going to be, be really funny if you're wrong right about them even being in that order. <laughs> Because then, like the fucking the the tile at the bottom of the Jenga tower is already out, <laughs> like and none of I mean, this works the whole time. And, it, <laughs> and at the end of the day, they could be wrong. There's nothing to say no, that no, they did oh, this yeah. correctly. Like they For they could sure. absolutely have written a, a math. Like they could have oh, written I just numbers the in the worst way possible. They, they just lie a lot. <laughs> no, no, but like 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 I know France and Japan both say numbers in the worst way humanly possible. And There's a like lot people just do, keep yeah. doing it, and no one just will sit there and acknowledge that this is not how you should say numbers to quatre people. Vent. Like, could you it's imagine? A, could you imagine saying a phone number to someone and like, okay, it's two hundred and thirteen million five hundred and thirty-three thousand eight thousand two hundred and twenty-four, and someone's like, what? Oh, yeah. What the fuck did you just say to me? Don't Wait, ever yeah. do that again. Like something, something about French numbers is like fucked up, right? Yeah, you have but to say you have to say like the phone numbers are easy. You have to say the like phone numbers are easy because they have a rule. Well, yeah, but, but, yeah. I mean, because God forbid, if you have to say a fucking course. phone number, like yeah. But go on, go on. You, you, I think I, I know what what you're referring. But yeah, to. no, yeah. It's on. like uh, uh, it's I I want to say that you have to say for the number you have to say the tenth first. So you have to say like forty thousand two, and it's like what? So it's like you have to what is. You, basically, you have to say like uh, there's different what levels. There's yeah, there's like different words for each level of number. So what I do know, what I do know is that, for example, 
right? I think that it might be the only example. 80, they say 80, which means 420s. And there's a lot of uh, European... There's <laughs> exactly that's actually I didn't think about it like that. So so yeah wow. so like so for, for so the in French, French are lit. Yeah, <laughs> French it, it, are lit. In in French, uh, it's podcast. like a hundred. A hundred is cent, <laughs> but a hundred and one is cent on. <laughs> like cent why on. would you yeah, do yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a lot of uh, that's like Portuguese actually. I feel and like yeah, I heard find it. I feel it, like yeah, the, I heard something way weirder the, about their numbers before. This doesn't sound as weird. Well, so yeah, it's not. The, I think it's Dutch that has the really weird numbers, and I think some versions well, of German also has really weird numbers. Like, and so it gets uh, worse the bigger the number, like the the more complicated the numbers are. So, like, say two hundred and twenty-five is dirks cent vindich cinq, where two hundred is dirks cents. I know oh, that okay. German has, yeah. the, has you... the same weird problem as English, where for some reason we treat the teens as like a special kind of number that shouldn't follow the the semantic pattern of the rest of the language. Yeah, the the uh, French has the same problem. Portuguese yeah. does as well. I think I'm, that has to do with that's uh, the way it is. Our language tends to be um, b uh, base twelve rather than base ten, uh, and it's why. You look at the English numbers, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Those are all different words. And then you get the 13, 14, and those are very similar. That's the base 12 base of our yeah. um, of our language, because we think in 12s. It's a much more natural way for humans to think, instead of thinking in 10s, which is more based off of the so, Arabic. I got it, pronunciation. Uh, Arabic <laughs> numbers. So how would <laughs> so, even uh, Oh, continue, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was I was gonna move on. You can ask. Oh, I was gonna say. So, for example, eighty. How would you say eighty in a well? In a, how would you how would you say eighty in a normal civilized world is eighty? You say the number. Where in French, it's four twenties. <laughs> that's 20, yeah. yeah. That's the weird. And you're like right, right. Is that the French? Like, the French count in twenties. That's what's <laughs> yeah. so fucking weird about French. Yeah, that's the weird fuck. But they thing only I heard. do it for the eighty and, and the ninety. No, it's yeah, I think so ninety I think they is do it more than 10. that. And so 96, 96 is 42016. <laughs> yeah, that was the weird no, shit. The that's fucking, the one. Thank you. The fucking cent un was like nothing. That didn't matter. But the, it's the weird 20s yeah, yeah, shit the where they count in bizarre intervals and they keep going. And you're like, but 60, oh, God. 60 but, is, no, is normal. The yeah, no, 40s are normal. Because 70 is 6010. Is it 6010? <laughs> yes. Oh, it is. I forgot about that. All of them are awful. Oh. All of them do this. Like the moment you get past the twenties, it becomes a hell. You have to oh, start counting. And like I it, forgot. It's awful. And I and like Japan does the exact same thing. And it's just it's rude. I don't want to do it's that. Rude. And I don't want to say it like that. And I'm just count. not gonna pronounce your numbers correctly. I'm just gonna count tell you, you the numbers. <laughs> Count yourself lucky that we don't work in do in dozens though in dodex, but like, which is the the term for the base twelve. You, you can just you can just be a human and say <laughs> like on on on, and that's so much easier than it would be to saying like sent uh, uh, like what is it sent dicks on but like sent dicks oh, on Andrew. would have to be what you say like awful no just say un three but Andrew, times <laughs> that runs into the limitation of the numbers being has supposedly read from right to left un, 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 or un, 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 or whatever uh it, it's 111 
But if you add another one, you completely change the meaning of the original ones. The numbers are supposed to be read from right to left, but in, in spoken speech, we, we give meaning to what they are. When we say 1,000, you're giving but, meaning to that. Eh. You, know, you don't start with one, one, so one. I have no idea what you're saying. I, I, I bet there's like a if you change the numbers, the it completely changes like, the yes. meaning, but it's somehow special in only one direction. But I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 it's I, I true don't... though, like zero. It's if you true. Add a zero if, you, zero if, you, if you change a number, it, it becomes a different number. Yes, that's how numbers work. Yeah, but I don't yeah. So like but how it, you're but like with... prioritizing it though, like one direction matters more because it does. Like it, the, it right? I, am I not? Am I wrong in this? Like if you I, no I, zero, I don't know what you mean. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, say, I said that I don't know if this is within the scope of a podcast. This is like a <laughs> minute physics kind of video style question. He would have been done to, 10 minutes to... ago. <laughs> and confused yeah. why it's happening on the physics channel. <laughs> exactly. That's true, actually. Number so, five, then. so it is weird. It to, is weird I, I that to write uh, to some you're people gonna, you're gonna live write a... our podcast question. Just send him our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just watch some, this whole horror... thing. It'll get. It'll get to it. It'll get good eventually. <laughs> Isn't just... it a great video title though? Our numbers are wrong, actually. Or are supposed to. You are supposed to read the numbers <laughs> this way, and there's it's arrows very, and people with it's shock a very, faces. very Veritasium Vsauce like it, video or Vsauce, title. Yeah, Veritasium. Absolutely, like millions of views. In I fact, I think. I think Vsauce. I think Veritasium just uploaded a video that's like your numbers are wrong or your math is wrong or something. Oh, I didn't see it yet. Uh, Veritasium. Oh yeah, the simplest math problem. Yeah. Uh, Veritasium. I, uh, for me, Veritasium has the most amazing video. Oh, no, on it YouTube. was a you're not a visual learner. The biggest myth in education. That oh, was that the, one is that was cool. the one that had that format of title. I'm not. Veritasium. Yeah, because it's basically a cultural. Perception Go watch that a video and find thing. out. I never watched it. I, I feel like you're lying at that point. I'm very much a visual learner. If someone told me how to do something, I would stop paying attention and go do something else. Well, but the thing is, <laughs> that, that doesn't mean you're a visual learner. It might just mean that the thing that you're learning might be better learned visually. And it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with the thing that you're learning. Every single the, time the I go to a tabletop that. night, they give, the they give a very long detailed explanation of the rules. And I absorb none of it. Yeah. And then I panic, <laughs> and then I try to play the game while it's happening, and it usually works out eventually. But boy, can I not just listen to somebody tell a whole game abstractly on, in, like, one go. Like, it's useless to me for tabletop. I always have yeah, to I just be yeah. like, uh-huh. And there's, like, any questions? I'm like, I would have to know a lot more to even ask a question. <laughs> and I'm just going to yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it has to be done visually. I have to be able to visualize. If I can't see what's being taught to me, then it's not going to be taught to me. Nobody show going... Marty this podcast. <laughs> Does Marty absorb information very well if it's just oh, said? He's the one explaining the games. <laughs> oh, he's the one explaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, well, I'm pretending to understand him. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He, I don't uh, think, I don't uh, think uh, it, he, he doesn't watch. Otherwise, you he never know. With us anymore. He shows up at random intervals, having consumed... <laughs> For me, the most, yeah. the most amazing video by, by Veritasium is the one where he says no one has measured the speed of light and he explains how that is and why that is. Have you guys ever seen that? That sounds kind of hard to do. Can you, can you like, put a, a tape measure to light? Videos. Are you allowed to just like, and then just go like, ah, I see. You're 10 inches long. The so the way, the, the basically the gist very quickly is that the way we 
experimentally measure the speed of light is with mirrors. You shine a light into a mirror, you measure the time it takes the light to come back. And it's the two-way speed of light, and it's actually how it's defined. C is the average of two-way speed of light. Uh, and the video goes over that. But the one-way speed of light is the, what is impossible to measure because of, you know, Einstein stuff. It's, it's a many, an amazing video. But the, what it ends up... Because the light has to bounce yeah, yeah. So the, measure it. The, yeah, it's kind of it's complicated. If you watch the video, it's really good. It, but the the just my point why I'm referring to it is that by the end of the video, I was rethinking what it means to be now. So we th you know how it takes to it takes like t ten minutes for the light to reach the sun or for the sun's light to reach the earth. I think it's thirteen minutes or something. Do you know that? Something like that. Yeah. So when we think of if the sun went out now, we, won't, we would only know in 13 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So that video made me think that that now doesn't exist until the light actually reaches us. Now doesn't exist. I mean, that's, yes. that, that defines it as your eyes being the entirety of your existence. And you have other senses exactly. beyond that, including your thoughts. Like your, your, your oh, vision not just, does not define not consciousness. Not just eyes. Light is not just visual, it's everything. Light How the is hell do you measure everything. that? What do you mean, measure? How do you, how do you measure the speed of light from the sun to the earth? Oh, you measure the distance, and then you know the... You yeah, already you, know the speed of light. Yeah, you figure out the speed yeah. of light, and then you just calculate the distance, and be like, it takes that long. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming we're right, but because it'd be hard to yeah, tell. Yeah, like, isn't this all based on assumption, though? Like, it's is something there we theoretically know, assuming that nothing weird has fucked up the numbers somehow. Like, there's a space cloud right there that, like, light takes a vacation in there for a year before <laughs> before it leaves the sun. It, I feel it's like a little this is... based on assumption, but it's it's a lot more well understood than even gravity is and stuff like that. I guess we're gonna figure it out when the earth when the sun dies. Then we'll be like, ah, we were wrong. Shit, we we're actually like ten minutes <laughs> from the sun, not eight minutes. Yeah, the sun was actually Oops, a hologram the whole time. And it was a squid and in the, the middle video, of the universe. And the video is specifically about that sort of dilemma because we don't know if light travels faster one way and slower the other. So it could be that we are instantly seeing what the sun the light coming from the sun it's just that the sun t the light coming from the earth to the sun takes twice as long because of that two-way speed of light measurement thing and that's the premise of the video so because it is possible to make all the calculations like that it is absolutely legitimate i think to think of now of the now as what you actually have access to because it, it, that's the limitations of for example the visible universe is a is like a barrier because the light is never gonna reach us from outside the visible universe, but that doesn't mean that things don't exist beyond the the visible universe, right? I think this sounds like uh sounds like a job for robots. Like I don't think humans <laughs> are are the right people to figure out uh the speed of light. We know the speed of light. It's easy. That's the easy bit. No, we don't. We have a, an approximate theor theoretical uh idea of the no, speed no, of light. <laughs> It, everything uh no no i think i think the speed of light is is set that's the constant we uh it's everything else that we don't know so but when we say that like for example the meter is based off of the speed of light it's uh the distance light travels in a vacuum uh in a, a certain amount of uh uh 
or yeah, it's in a certain amount of time. It's it's a meter, and so we we always know the speed of light. It's c. Everything else is based off of that. It's kind of it weird to think about it if you if you're not too. It is exact by international agreements. Okay, well. No, no, no. It's, it's the other way. <laughs> but you phrase it that way. Yeah, it's like the other it way around, though. It's like <laughs> you're saying you don't know the. I don't know what what would be something that we base our. Uh, I don't know. It's complicated, but like not knowing where you are, you you always know where you are. You're right there. You just don't know where <laughs> everything else is. It's it uh, it's it it's makes sense for us to say I don't know where I'm philosophical. at. Uh, again, <laughs> yeah, well, this is but, this is all this entire the entire number for speed of light is all theoretical. There is no agreed not, upon answer. According it's to a C. theory of the special relativity, like yes. it's a theory. It's a fucking theory. It, well, I mean, that's, that's not what, what theories theory are. Mean. That's not what theory means. Is it that's not? what theories are. Theory, the theories the do not mean explained. the the. It's not the used the same way as the word. That people use, uh, yeah, in it's not, normal it's not life. It's not a hypothesis. Yeah, it's an actual ex explanative yeah. theory. But isn't okay. but that, people, isn't that people, only when, until when, someone when, else can propose a different theory to counter it? No. Yeah, but uh, it's not. You propose you, you a hypothesis. Get, you, yeah, but when you, people if you say like, make "Oh, a I theory, have a theory," when like in a mystery or something like that, so what they mean is what scientists call a hypothesis, which is the idea at the yeah, beginning but, you talk about, Andrew, as opposed to like. A theory is like an incredibly rigorously tested thing. Yeah, but what Andrew is asking is if somebody comes around and disproves Einstein's theory. Yeah. That is a valid question to ask. But yeah. it's important to remember that you can never disprove a theory by disregarding its conclusions. You always not, need to explain well, better That's things. what I'm saying. Is like We could just not know that we're wrong about the, the speed of light. Yeah, but that's all no, science. No, yeah, we do because so it's, like, it's defined like that. The, the speed of light in specific is defined like that. Like a we are very never going to standard for a theory. I, I no, no, I no feel it's like, like it, everything the, depends on it. It's if the speed of light were different, it uh, it wouldn't make a difference to us because everything is defined by whatever it is. So the time is defined by speed of light. The distances are defined by speed of light, not the other way around. Like if we didn't know. Like if the if the speed of light was suddenly slower, nothing would change, both in reality and in our theories, because everything else changes according, and we perceive the same thing. It's kind of weird. Well, actually, that's there's some things that do change, but I I feel like that's important. Like if someone came along and told us the speed of light was incorrect, we we would probably there'd be some like problems there. Someone would be like, mm -hmm. oh, it fuck, like it wouldn't. it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. I think I think there are some things that it would affect uh, specifically for gravity. Because of the, um, because we don't understand gravity very well. But for for our calculations, the speed of light is would like if this this light traveled like from now on until forever, just a, a switch gets flicked in the universe and light travels at half the speed, it would still travel I at two hundred and ninety seven million something meters per second. It would still travel at that speed, even though it is traveling at half the speed. And the reason for that is because both the seconds and the meters are depending on the speed of light. So you're changing a variable, but everything else changes along with it. Do you know what I mean? So I guess even though the light would travel half, it would still be the same numbers, is what I'm saying. I guess. I know it's I, a little I bit just, weird. There, there's a lot it's of, a little there just seems like a lot of measurements that I would be incorrect if we did not have the correct speed of light. 
Uh, yeah, I, I and think we would, uh, yeah, we would need to like yeah. rethink a lot of stuff. We'd be like, oh shit, maybe those planets but, are actually further than we thought, or like we're yeah, even more alone usually, in the universe. Yeah, but I think what like what, a, the, what that affects is is more how light gets affected by other things, <laughs> rather than necessarily the speed of light. Like imagine we find out that light actually gets slowed down more by gravity than we thought because our experiments didn't account for whatever. And then all of a sudden the planets are closer to us than they are right now because light, even though it's being slowed down more than basically, well, it, it's more, it's less the, about the speed of light, but rather how light interacts with other objects that matters. And that's why it's, that's why it's, it's easy for things to change. And that's why when they say this galaxy is this far away from earth, there's always a, there's always a, a, some margin of error because we don't know everything about that that uh what there's a term for it you probably know because you all i can all i can say is that aristotle got super dunked on because he didn't think light was moved at a speed so uh (laughs) take that you dumb old idiot light is a speed are you just researching didn't know much things now yeah, i was looking up well i was trying to see what measurements are attached to the speed of light like what are what are things that we use the speed of light everything. to measure uh Lit- and almost so literally they have, everything they have like a list here of the history of measurements which is fucking hilarious because like galileo's here and it's like he used covered lanterns his his result oh, inconclusive that, which is like yeah of course you yeah. idiot like you're not gonna get any that good is such value a cool data experiment. out of that they replicated but, that experiment in the 1900s and uh and actually achieved a, a relatively decent measurement it's just really difficult to to get but they yeah, did it, it just in the doesn't mountains. seem like the best way to measure anything it's, is using it's really complicated it, it involves math uh, like geometry and stuff it's really weird but, but uh, it was, that was it, my like, favorite was math. But early <laughs> history, my yeah, favorite, the early my, history. My, my favorite limit. math was spatial math. Spatial oh. I don't math. like like theoretical math or whatever. Theor- or conceptual yeah, theoretical math. I don't know. I like imaginary ones, math. I like word problem math. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, geometry is just like complicated word problem math. I, I, hate I, think cr- I hate criminal math, the kind of math that just <laughs> takes your wallet and walks away with it. It's, it's word, the worst kind word of math. Problem, <laughs> word problem math is basically the basics of all programming. It's always like... It's the number the one form of, of math that everyone needs to understand because it's the part you would use in your daily life for like mm-hmm. no matter what your life is. It's Jokes like, yeah. on you, I don't have to pay attention to how much apples are at all. I have money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, people need the people need that math in order to calculate uh, whether or not they're getting a good deal on their apples or on their well, microtransactions. If, if your remember, apple like, costs more than a dollar, you're not shop- getting a good deal. I was grocery shopping <laughs> with my mom once. I felt so guilted because she's like, "Oh, did you math it out?" And I'm like, "I just grab shit that I want and leave. <laughs> That's my whole process." But she like calculates like in a package of cheese the value per slice and stuff. And I'm like, oh. "You make more money than me. Why are you like this?" <laughs> That's that's a lot. I I will do that for uh I will do that for specific pro- pre- like process stuff. So like if I buy ch- like a bag of chips, if I see yeah. a bag of chips is like three dollars, and I go like three dollars for how many chips are in here though, and it's like oh fifteen chips. I'm like what? The- I'm paying three dollars for fifteen chips. You're out of your goddamn mind. I pay three dollars <laughs> for sixty chips. Like the potato chips, you make you don't even make them, asshole. It's a robot who makes them. Don't even act like you did anything. 
Just give me cheap chips. You can't. I just trick me. I just tr my my top priority is just to make sure I buy things that I will eat, and then it's like ah maximum value. Mm -hmm. That's a way better yeah. track record than like I my mean, video it's... games I own. <laughs> I mean meat meat is like uh, meat produce are the two important things to always see the value of. Like if you look at meat and if you see like if you go to a big grocery store around here, meat will usually be charged at a kind of a stupidly high amount per per pound of meat. So, like, most grocery stores are, like, 5 to $7 per pound of meat, which is bad. That's really bad. You shouldn't be paying that much yeah. money for meat. That's a shitty amount of money. Um, but you could go to, like, uh, uh, like, the place I go to get meat is a, like, Korean store, like a, a KP Mart. And it has meat for, that like, three ninety nine so a pound. Dude, that place is upsettingly good. I hate uh, it. I hate so, everything I'm about so it. I'm so mad that you live near it now and I don't. It's... I don't. I, I live near it. My stupid fucking yeah, you don't my girlfriend live near lives it. near it. <laughs> you don't live near that place. I used to live near no. that place, and like I miss it more than anything. <laughs> it's great. It's uh, the first time I walked in, I was like, "Oh, cool! There's a lot of food I've seen before." And then like, there's a second store, like a second part keep... of, the, of the store. Yeah. yeah. Like you go through, like, "Oh, look! It's cool little Japanese candies I've seen before." Yay! And it's <laughs> and it was like, "No, there's more to the store." And I was like, "What? There's more?" And you go to like across yeah. the thing, and it's like, "Oh my god! There's like actual food here! Oh shit! It's like cheap! Oh god!" Like, no, that that place is where I used to, I used to get my gyu down there. Because they yeah, have gyudon we, bowls, uh, and you can't—you never see that anywhere. Shit, I bought. It was only I bought this so, year like, I finally had a real bowl of that at a restaurant for once because it's never on a menu. I, we bought shit. <laughs> we bought like five pork collets, and it was like five dollars, and it was upsetting. It was like just on sale. It was just like, oh, we have just pork collets on sale. Here's a bunch of pork collets. They're like five dollars for five, and I was like, that's a dollar a pork collet, dude. That's fucking crazy. That's a good. That's a fucking good deal. Like, and I just feel like some I crazy. It, I don't know I, what it, cutlets are. Uh, pork cutlets are just small cuts of pork. So they're just, uh, they're oh, about like mean, the size you of your hand. You mean a pork cutlet? Yeah, cutlet. What did I say? Cutlet? Like, you're saying, uh, you were saying like pork oh, cutlet. And I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> oh. I'm afraid they're, they're, they're the rubs because he sounds like, ribs. once again, sounds like he's like a word he confidently is sure is real. But what the fuck <laughs> is he saying? <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was cutlet. I, I didn't, I guess I missed the. When you look at the yeah. letters on a packaging, it probably doesn't look as good as it should be. But, uh, but the, oh, yeah, that's the, a really good deal. I'm looking at the yeah, yeah. Like, look how much you would normally pay for pork cutlet. It's really expensive. Not really expensive, but like, it's for getting two of them, you normally pay five dollars. So getting five of them for five dollars is like, yes, I will he, take all of these. I will take your whole your whole store is mine. I will buy it. I all. think and, there's something going on here in Portugal because. On all grocery stores, there's the normal price of the package, but there's always the price per kilogram, and that applies to all products, all of them. And I don't think it's like they do that like just because out of the goodness of their heart. I'm pretty sure there's a law. Probably. Here. I don't yeah. to say the per unit so price instead of having you math it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's sometimes really weird because when you're buying like cheese and you're buying like a packet for two euro. And it's like 150 grams or something. And then the per kilogram is like 15 euros. And I was like, oh, my God. That, oh, that's not the price. Okay. The price is actually 150 or two or something. <laughs> yeah. So some, we, some things are really expensive. the unit but... price is more expensive than the actual total price because you're not getting an entire unit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the, like uh, when you're buying we have less that than too. a pound of something. Uh, yeah, we yeah. have that in the U.S., but we put that number so small, it's hard to even know it's on the price tag. Yeah, you're not going to no mix how... them up because you have to search for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no, yeah. like, we don't have a rule of how big it has to be. It just has to be visibly, no, like, it has to be somewhere people can see it. And but so they I'm, just put it, like, these tiny numbers. But, yeah, what, sometimes number, you will get that. You'll get, like, a bag of chips, and it's like, this is $15. Like, what? And you're like, oh, for unit <laughs> price. Like, oh, because they made, like, a, a truck size of, of chips at one time and then bagged them. <laughs> that number up, uh, appears in the price tag, but it also appears, and that's what I'm referring to, in, the, in like, the grocery store, like, little price adv- advertisement. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's weird. That must be a rule, yeah. Yeah, that probably is. But it's really but handy for some things. Usually it doesn't, but it's... So, so if I just you realized something in... really funny. What? It's because we were... Uh... Colonel was like, I don't, I don't know if we can talk about the order in which Arabic numbers are read. It might be beyond the scope of this <laughs> podcast. Then we proceed to talk about like the nature of reality. <laughs> <laughs> and like the constants that make up physics <laughs> and now we're talking and about we, and now, yeah now we're talking about pork cutlets yeah. so. <laughs> you know priorities i'm just saying <laughs> if you live near kp mart and you're not going to kp mart every goddamn day to buy groceries then i don't even know what you're doing with your money but you're doing it wrong and you should feel ashamed of yourself <laughs> go there buy your damn groceries it's super cheap they have a lot of stuff on sale. It's fantastic. They have more spices than you're going to find your shitty-ass local Rayleigh spice rack. I can tell you that much. And uh, also, they have cute little rice toppers. And if you're not eating rice with rice toppers, I'm sorry. That's sad. Rice you should toppers? Eat. Yeah, it's little... Uh, they're little... They're like, basically, you can get different types of flavors for rice toppers. They're like the small little... Like a small little bit of seasoning you put on your rice after you've made yeah. it. Oh, and that's sort of rice Yeah. Topping. Like, yeah, the, the that's type of topping a, you'd put on like your white rice. Yeah, you mm. put on the white rice like, to make like it here's taste some crispy nice. onion. Yeah, no. Yes. No. What? Yes. No. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> the, the, obviously the better the better <laughs> idea is sesame seeds and seaweed, but that's besides the point. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of seaweed. That's nice. It's usually seaweed. Um, yeah, that that's that's the good shit, and so. Uh, there's a lo- all the good shit is there. Like I buy I buy tea there because I buy these like the big old fat jugs of tea because they're cheap. You know how to make um, that seaweed better? You be, you buy Crisp, tea by the jugs, not by the packet. No, no, I buy I buy the uh, there there's there's a specific brand of Japanese tea. Um, oh, that's, I see. That's they come in these huge like uh, gallon sizes, and they're really good. And I only drink like a cup of it, basically. I just have like a cup in the uh, in the middle, like for lunch. I eat my lunch and mm-hmm. I have a cup of tea. Um, and, and it's not like that kind of tea. It's not the brewing kind. It's the kind you keep. It's like cold tea. Uh, and so it's really good. But buying it anywhere is expensive. That's not at a, a mart, like a, like a locally owned place. And so being able to buy like they had a sale going on it was like oh you can get three of these for uh for six dollars and they're normally four dollars a bottle and it was like all right i'm just gonna buy all the tea now so my fridge is just (laughs) full of tea and but it's worth it because i'm gonna drink all that tea it's just it's upsetting when i go then i go to like rayleigh's to go buy like i got i had to buy a bottle of ketchup or something and i'm looking at the prices for certain stuff i'm like "Uh uh-oh you guys are scam artists. I didn't have to pay this much money. Uh, why? <laughs> tea is such an interesting drink. I've um, is it? I've recently, uh, in the last, I think I think it was like two months ago, I finally shelled out for proper tea. So I've always spent I spent my life always drinking the crappy tea that that's crappy that mm-hmm. costs like uh, a, a euro and a fifty per <laughs> for like handful of of uh, packets. 
and I shelled out for some Earl Grey tea that costs 15 euros, uh, and uh, it's like 100 grams. And that thing is like, I tell you, that is, I, I did not know tea tasted so nice. And I don't put milk or anything. It's just normal tea, no sugar. So, you know, because I paid for it, I might as well taste it. And I did not know tea was so good. And uh, I'm the kind of person that I don't, I usually don't drink the same thing or eat the same thing uh, this very, like, every day. So I kind of wish I was because I would drink that thing every day. And I did not know tea was so good. I never had Japanese uh, tea, though. Kind of kind of want to. Because, you know, anime. And ocha desu ne. Itadakimasu. Ocha. It's a... Uh... Wait, itadakimasu is the one where you're That's saying hi. Yeah. When you're... It's eating. Okay, I got it right. Yeah. Uh, it's thank you for this meal is basically what that mm-hmm. means. Um, but, yeah, they... Uh... It's 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 weird. It's crazy that there are some corner uh like it, you wouldn't even notice like that KP Mart is right by a Walmart. Uh and a and a Safeway. There's like just just a basically like a little bit down the way, you'll find a Walmart and a Safeway right next to each other. And the the poor poor unaware masses going to Walmart or Safeway buying their groceries at a markup um just don't know that they can drive down the street just a little bit more and get it and it makes me realize that like you should probably go outside and see what nearby marts there are that aren't part of the your your rolodex of what brand name grocery stores because like little like those little tiny shops well not kp mart's too big but you can you can find small little shops like that all over the place and i don't know Seems worth it. Seems like if you can, if you can, you should always try to shop at like places that you get the most money, you get the most value for your money, which is usually, ironically, the advertisement you usually see. But for for me, the know. the big problem with the small shops is you mentioned drive a little further. Like you're driving to the shop anyway. I th- I think the big advantage of the small shops is that they can be small enough that they're close to your home, so you just walk there. And you can go there like once every day or once every couple of days and just have new things. I don't. I imagine in the U.S. this is completely only happens for a very small number of people because it's you drive everywhere in in America, as far as I understand it. But yes, for, I, that's the reason why small shops don't exist anymore, oh, even in Europe. Also, fun fact: KP Mart is right next to a light rail station, so you have no excuse not to use public transit to get to KP Mart either. Light rail. A light rail. Light rail. Light rail. Uh, light rail light. is Sacramento's pathetic, sad, and embarrassing attempt at creating a uh, um, train system. Uh, it's like a it's metro not, here in Europe. So here it's in not Portugal, BART, kind of but it's like. not a metro. It's the light rail. Um, That's Yeah, that thing looks exactly like what they call metro here in my city. Exactly. Yeah, like but it, it. but it's not as good as a metro because a metro actually is no. Yeah, a metro was designed by somebody with the intention to help people get around a city. Uh, the light mm-hmm. rail was designed as an attempt to look like we wanted to get people around the city, but instead mm-hmm. we wanted people to go to like some parts of the city, but not all parts because we can't have a light rail in those parts of the city. But we can have light rail in the parts that people can't complain about having a light rail in the city. <laughs> 
which is <laughs> yeah, that sounds to exactly say, like you're not going yeah, to find light rail in nicer parts of town because the nicer parts of towns don't want a fucking uh, train going through them because that oh, kind of sound isn't the kind of sound that you get when you pay $600,000 for a fancy house. That's the kind of sound you get when you don't have a house. <laughs> Apparently, Wait, is you the have Sacramento fancy houses mantra. in the nice part of what? What nice part of city are you talking about then? Talking about Sacramento, but what? Yeah, well, like what? Well, the nice part of town. The, do people live there? Uh, I mean, live is a really strong word. Most people have homes there. I can't. Mm. I can't say whether they live there or not. They may just have a house. They may there. just have the house there. Yeah. Yeah. Because here. Um, like here in Puerto, the um, the metro is largely above ground. There are some underground areas, mainly in the center of the city, because it's an old city, so they don't destroy anything. They just want to they want to preserve as much of it. So that they when they built it, they made a, a, as much of it overground. But when they could, they when they had to, they would go underground. And like the center of town, uh, it's it's it it is like you're saying. It's uh. It's basically made to to prioritize certain areas rather than necessarily allowing people a uh, uh, to go wherever they want to go in the city. So it, there's no like ring around or a ring would be probably the best in 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 the in the city that I or the city that I live next to because um, I don't actually live in Porto. I live a little bit away, but the um, the the center of town is like uh, obviously you know cities are very different but the the night when you think about the nice part of town here it's it's i i think of a busy busy bustling areas that have a lot of shops a lot of uh, uh a lot of uh like bars and restaurants and and tourist attractions but it's not like li people leave there there's some houses here and there but it's it's it, it, it's in fact it's the it's not they're not necessarily the the most expensive houses in town they're they they're more expensive than others, but the most expensive ones are always in the suburbs, here. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't. It's like I, I have no idea how. I know Sacramento is a very big city, like in in terms of area. Yeah, I but... mean it's a uh, the 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 Sacramento area is or county, I guess you could is what it is. Sacramento County uh, mm -hmm. encompasses a lot of smaller cities, uh, mm -hmm. like. Like Rancho Cordova is technically part of Sacramento County, uh, even though it is its own city. Um, same with like Folsom, same with Roseville. Uh, they're all like part of Sacramento County for some reason. But mm -hmm. the um, I, I've been a, I've been around a lot of Sacramento, and I don't think I've ever once in my entire life seen a part of Sacramento and said, "Hmm, this is a nice part of town." Like it always just looks like a place <laughs> like probably. I probably could live, but maybe not. Uh, it's not the kind of place that I would want to live. And Sacramento, so California. Sacramento, California. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's it's a city, I guess. It Sacramento is kind of like a a less worse L.A. It just it's it's really big. It's got a lot of parts to it, and no one can seem to corral it into a like into a really good place to live. Um, they just keep trying their best and failing, and uh, like I don't know. I think I think Sacramento could be better. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of parts where it's like oh this is you're almost there sacramento you got it you're like you're right there just keep doing this part and it's like no no that was a no. panic today is the first what? day of my new channel schedule and none of the videos were scheduled to go up nice oh. <laughs> so like the videos were supposed, yeah. supposed to start going up like five and a half hours ago and i just now like saw on twitter people will be like so um what's up <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I looked at my stuff. It looks like everything. Like I have dozens of videos, and it looks like everything is scheduled correctly, except the stuff that was supposed to be up today is all scheduled. Was all scheduled for the second, and I don't know why. <laughs> and this is <laughs> why no we complain about no clue how that happened. About you, this I like is why the we idea complain about YouTube's it. tools because there's like no the way that, that they can help you. It's not Keith great. Got 100, my my, my least favorite 100K. thing is that they just remove the part of the dashboard that tells you what time videos go up. If you schedule yeah, stuff you now, it only little. says the day. It doesn't say what time. And I'm like, that. Pfft. If you hover over it, it says the time, right? But it just, just fucking it make to. the universe not make the interface good. It had more oh, information no, before, doesn't. and you removed it. It doesn't say the time. It, so <laughs> I have to, removed it. Yeah, in order to check oh what time a video is going to go up on the day that it's scheduled for, I have to literally check by. Uh, opening the edit page for that video then oh, go no, to no, schedule and then the scheduled tab itself is like a thing you have to click to open then check the time it's scheduled as opposed to like fucking they didn't. Used to I'm just gonna say help it. you i'm gonna help you keith they did they didn't change it you can hover over the scheduled button in the list it's still in the bad content. though it used to just say it, it on the screen and then it you can at a glance yeah. check to see if you accidentally because like my, the most common I'll, mistake i'll make is i'll accidentally and it's not it's not it's been a while i think but you'll just like accidentally schedule something as being like the pm or am like the opposite of oh, what you yeah. mean and it's like oh fuck well that video went up in the middle of the night might i recommend <laughs> while it seems useless might i recommend doing the send feedback button mm -hmm. no it doesn't work every day every day <laughs> i like to think it literally I doesn't work no, it, it does work, but it doesn't work. Every day while they were they were having the studio, the studio uh, beta when you could still access the old control panel, and now we have the new one. But every day while they were doing the beta version, and I was using it every day, I would send feedback and I would write it out. I wouldn't even say uh, like yeah, because whenever you want to go back out. to the old one, you had to manually switch back to it via a button every day and explain <laughs> why. If you and every could. day, yeah, every day I sent the same thing. You cannot customize the dashboard. Guess what? You can't customize the dashboard. Yeah, it's been years since they and introduced for me, the, one new of the studio. One of the issues was like it's like oh it's it's all the features you ha you know of minus a bunch of them and they're all hard to find now. But also it loads <laughs> like shit. Like when they first were trying yeah. to force us to use the new dashboard, it just was so slow about it's yeah. everything. Well, yeah. I imagine at that time there were very few servers running that also new why can't why so. am i still not able to mass edit end screens give me real fun to be able uh, to actually add functionality at some point instead of just taking it away with every iteration end screens are going to yeah. go away yeah they're it, they're going to go do you think they're going to go away yeah Did they, uh, they it? have it they haven't done shit to end screens they haven't touched them in so long like end screens have been static in how they work for so long now, I'm under the impression that the only reason is just because they're going to get rid of these things eventually. Well, I assume um, they're static because they're supposed to be they're supposed to be uh, universal and never change because otherwise the functionality yeah. and, and compatibility would but, change. But I mean, yeah. like even how you edit them hasn't changed. It's not like they've gotten better. The I only mean, that, the only I mean, new the, feature the website's different because they had to remake it. 
<laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like the only the only feature that they've changed they've added since that uh, the only feature they've added. In to fact, they've had, they totally they changed out. it. It used to have way more. It used to have way less clicking, but everything in the new interface involves more. Yeah, clicks. no, it has more clicking. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the new interface. But I meant like the only. Well, it depends. Uh, the only thing that they've added to end cards since this new uh, interface update is that you can import from old ones, which is like, thank God they brought that back Yeah, over, but they have, they have that, but I can't be like, select these 30 videos, import from that one. Like, where the, where the, give yeah. me that feature. <laughs> you have yeah. the ability for me to edit an end screen without well, manually dragging around Windows all the time. It's like, what if I want to make... Like these thirty videos I'm uploading, all promote this video essay, for example. I gotta do them one by one. Fuck this. And I agree. It's really it's not like, made with with us in but mind. Yeah, it's, it's not made yeah. for YouTube or for not made for Let's Players. This is made for people who make one video, like we are either scum. one a day or one a week or one a month. But this is not made for like multiple videos a day. You are not supposed to use YouTube for multiple videos a day unless you're a news company. Unless, you know, in which case you have like a... You have people doing yeah, it. Yeah, you have people like, doing it. They this. get Jerry to do all the clicking. Yeah. I'm like genuinely Poor confused by like who, like who subscribes to like, I don't know if it's like IGN or GameSpot or something, but like I've definitely seen like some gaming publications that upload like 15 videos per day and it's just like a deluge. It's just noise. And I'm like, how does anyone like this has to you know, entirely be people that just watch via the front page and it occasionally will suggest a video by them when it feels like and that's it. I think I think this is like most of their subscribers are probably other news people who are like <laughs> watching people. stuff to like find yeah. out news. It's just like, oh cool, yeah, IGN made be. a video. I'm gonna make an article about that IGN video so people don't have to watch the IGN video. It's just an Ouroboros. Yeah, well, that's all news is. It's just an Ouroboros of like it's the shittiest game of telephone ever made. Twenty publications eating each other, and like every time another one, another one of them says it, the the actual content of the news article gets even more obscured as they keep like mis like mis mis repeating it. Like oh, well, we, can, yeah, we can't that's... just we can't just uh, what's it called uh, the stealing word for school. Oh, plagiarize. <laughs> we can't just plagiarize everything. We got to change it. But like every time they change it, it gets less true because <laughs> they just get all the details wrong until the point where at some point, like when you're trying to figure out why articles are wrong, it's not even due to blatant misinformation, but because like it, the fucking same message has been repeated so many times now from only one original primary source that like every single change made the, made the thing less true because they made because they, they added a little bit of an inflammatory editorial or they just straight up like misrepeated something and then 12 people report on the misrepeated thing and then at some point somebody has to do like a fucking autopsy to figure out why this misinformation is spreading and it's usually like practically like oh a typo happened 12 versions ago <laughs> and I no one noticed obviously there's a, in terms of news there's obviously there's a huge pressure to be profitable on any news publication but I think we're seeing I don't I don't see that I don't know that a lot of people talk about it. But do you remember how like I think it was like six, seven years ago, a lot of newspapers started being paywalled. I think it was even more. I think it was probably like ten years ago. There was you know, it just became the norm that that you would get newspaper sites just having paywalls for a lot of the stuff. That's still a uh, thing, yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah, for sure, but it didn't used to be. And I think we're seeing over the last few years, last few couple few years, 
I think we're seeing the result of that, specifically in regards to misinformation and regards to people discrediting experts and 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 all that stuff is the result well, of of uh, of just a, yeah. a, an environment I mean, it, that is hostile to journalism. It also helps when like there's access to information and not like the only information people have access to is from a website called like Freedom for the americans.com <laughs> and they have like 50 advertisements for weird brain pills and the articles are about like nonsense conspiracy theories guys is real problems get our second like, amendment onesie for your baby it comes with a free gun that the baby can use it has little <laughs> tiny triggers just for him like it's it, it's, it's, it's weird uh it, it's what's more funny to me is that this Again, just like everything, uh, like all products in, in capitalism, you're just kind of like funneling it all into one specific uh, avenue. So like local newspapers start to die off and you yeah. start having less and less knowledge about the things happening outside of your own window. And all you can see is this information that doesn't have any relevance to you at all, where it's like. I can tell you all the things that are happening in like some other country outside the world, but it's really hard to find out what happened like in my town today. Uh, I, I I have that with my whole country. <laughs> well, that's uh, and that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh... Uh, but the thing is, it's not it's not that it's difficult to find some stuff that is happening here. It's just that the stuff that shows in the news is either skewed and 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 so you know it's it's misleading or it's just stuff that doesn't matter like you know this person had an accident on the highway and uh, unfortunately died or uh, there's this this person that made it rich because her grandmother i don't know whatever it, the it's the you know the normal news front page because it's always like recent things and because it's recent and it's a small country it's always nonsense and instead of like focusing on real stuff and and stuff that actually matters because the stuff that actually matters doesn't sell. So it's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I purposely avoid that sort of news agencies here in Portugal. So it's difficult. It's, it, yeah. I don't know. And local news is I usually s- a mix between, like, yeah, weather's probably going to be okay, I guess. And also, here's why you're in danger. <laughs> that's like the two, <laughs> that's just the two buttons they press over and over again. It's like, Concerns. Like the, I think the, the majority of local news reporting that people actually pay attention to is just the news broad, the weather, yeah, weather broadcast, and then it's, uh, then they have to just make you afraid. So you read Do anything else? Do people watch the weather? Still? They read it at least. Like, like a web, on a on a website, like the weather part is like really important. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's why, like, aqua weather is just. I don't. I, I haven't watched television in fifteen years, so. What am mm-hmm. I saying? Fifteen years? In twenty years? No, not twenty. Wait. Yes, twenty years. Yes. Man, it, it is interesting to I'm think sorry. about, like the idea that, like, it's always like, oh, don't try. Like a lot of mis- a lot of misinspiration, uh, <laughs> a lot of misinformation <laughs> comes from people uh, just reading the headline, and then moving on from that and just making assumptions about the rest of the article. And a lot of headlines are intentionally inflammatory and somewhat misleading to get you to read the article, but then said website will be behind a paywall so instead people will just only get the headline which is which is like misleading to act to disinf like it could just be actually active disinformation but then that'll be the only part anyone takes away is like the clickbait element and then that just becomes Mm -hmm. like the fact yeah yeah 
It's yeah. Yay. It's just, just reading the the title and immediately commenting. Hi, I don't know why you do it. Yeah. Especially when titles are the most susceptible to the influences of of having to be profitable. If there's going to be something that is and like being rewritten it, by the editor. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's what seems to work. I don't know. I, it doesn't it work very work well. I don't think it works. Are, then why do people keep doing it? I, I can't uh, imagine so, that this like paywall. Well, it works for making more thing, money. I think it just doesn't work for being news. Is what he means. It doesn't work for the society. Um, yeah. I mean, is that what? What more do you want, really? Mm-hmm. The news <laughs> isn't for society. The news is for money. Yeah, everything's money. for money. If the news was for money, or the news was for people, then people would have the news. I don't know. It just you, you okay? need to seize the means <laughs> of news. I, I'm trying to think of like it's it's funny how I mean it's not that there's a lot of stuff going on in the day in the day to day of your city. Um, but you would think the internet would have made this easier, uh, not harder. And hmm. I guess in some in some regards, it's not as if I turn on my web browser and my my web browser is pointed directly to my local city's website. Uh, the, the, but, it's because the internet's astronomically unprofitable. Everybody, pretty much well, everybody, makes their money yeah. via ads. I don't think. Whereas, like physical print uh, news media would make their would make money via subscriptions in addition to ads, so they could do both. But for a while there, they had to just try to live off of ads entirely, which, like as we know, as people try to do that, it doesn't work great. Like, w if you look at my daily audience of like how many people watch my videos every day, you would think I was a very successful entertainer if it was like live shows or whatever the fuck but instead it's like no nah, it's like i'm like i'm like making pennies from like thousands of people and it's like being able to yep. being able to be seen like it, i mean i'm 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 seen by tens of thousands of people per day and that translates into like trash money per day <laughs> like it does not equate to the the uh comparative level of celebrity that it that comes from like the level of like viewership you're getting and it's like so like how the fuck mm -hmm. do you like like if if I if I could if I could reach the number of people that I do per day as like a newspaper, I would be a I would probably be a profitable newspaper <laughs> if it was like a f actual physical newspaper. But like because it's so astronomically out of whack, like yeah, like they can't actually make a profit online once everything's switched there. It like it's like everyone stopped reading the, the the physical newspaper, but then they can't make enough money online via ads alone. And then it just becomes this big mess of like, how do you make any of this infrastructure happen? And what's what's messy about all of this is that so many of the like, at least from what I, from what I've heard, so many of the like top of the totem pole agencies and so on, essentially just like get their news from all of those local all those local agencies. So like, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, Disney is completely dependent on all of those local theaters and the local theaters are going out of business and, and Disney helps that happen to some extent. But like yeah. the whole reason their movies are doing well is because they can be in those theaters. And there's an element of like a lot of the top and the top of the line or whatever you want to call them, uh, news agencies like often are just repeating shit that all of the local uh, newspapers and, and news agencies are actually doing the real reporting for. 
and so it just turns into this big mess. Like I, I think sometimes I think... about like like a show like like not even to say they're the top or anything, but just like on YouTube, like a, cha- a channel like Philip DeFranco, like that the Philip DeFranco show is like a daily news channel, but like I don't think they have any reporters. Like what, because you're just forgetting re- they're just repeating what everyone else says you're forgetting an, a very very important dynamic of news that in the age of television specifically has uh has started which is news isn't about information it's about entertainment yeah and and that's besides even all the profit motives and what sells and what doesn't that's just the basic reason why what people, not all people, obviously, but the vast majority of people who watch news, that's why they watch news. And you see that on YouTube very, very obviously. Yeah. And just like any, any. No, it's all, it's any, all the equivalent of like Fox News where they're like, here's an entire network where nobody's a reporter and everyone's a commentator. Yeah, Which exactly. Because it, it like. Not reporting. Well, it can be reporting in a way, but it's just that. Because, you know, editorial well, it's not, it's not journalism. Still... I mean, like, you're not doing investigative journalism. You're just signal boosting whatever you feel like repeating that other people are saying already. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're creating the news and more than necessarily. most having your hot take and just slathering yeah. it all over all the internet. <laughs> but, um. that, like, I think that's such, such, that's so, so easy to see on YouTube. Like, um, with all the, the, the Blizzard Activision, uh, lawsuits and harassment and all the bad things that Activision has had in the last couple of weeks, you can see YouTube, there's so many videos about it and they don't add anything because like all the information is, is, is just the, is, um, it, it's very sparse. Uh, but there's just so many videos just profiting off of that. And when I say profiting, I, I'm not trying to, to shame anyone for trying to make a living. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, what I'm saying is that it, it's a, it's a pattern of behavior that is, very easy to tell because obviously people are interested in the in the in what's going on and it's like the latest season of whatever show is hot right now and people are interested in that they're going to click on it and if it's something crap instead of a good thing like a show it's you know they're interested as well so they 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 make content about it and it channels rise and fall based off of, of seasonal news like i remember it's been a while since I have watched that sh- that channel, but I remember I watched this uh, this channel, this news channel, for a while uh, because I thought it wasn't a news channel. It was like the it was well, it was edi- editorial content, but it was a a, a, a lawyery kind of person that was always had new insight into things about um, Steam. I think it was Steam Greenlight games and and. Uh, what was going on within Steam and the, their relationship with developers, new developers, and all this sort of stuff. And I thought that's what they were focusing on. It's been a, a long time since I since I watched that, so I don't my, my details might be wrong. But I thought that was what they were doing. But then, you know, as as the months passed and more video, you know, I kept watching. Um, they just started to pivot towards whatever was hottest uh, hottest in the news more recently, and they just started talking about YouTube drama or whatever. And I just started to figure out why that was. And uh, eventually, I, I stopped watching, but because channels it, like if you focus on if you don't focus on what's hottest as a news agency you just can't make a living and the youtube channel is is that but on steroids well as as a, to- as a topical channel you also just eventually realize 
you just you just go to your own channel and you sort by most viewed and you're like oh this topic goes really well <laughs> like if for vlog brothers their videos will do well if they talk about giraffe sex and for scishow their videos will do well if they talk about marijuana those are like mm. all of their most popular videos in the history of their channel it's like 10 marijuana videos just over and <laughs> oh, over again it's like they've covered like thousands wants. of topics but specifically the marijuana videos are like the top 10 videos on their channel or whatever the fuck like last time i checked that's Everybody usually what happens that, uh, sunk or yeah something. like i saw there was some channel that was talking about like it's like far right groups or whatever and like he has like two of his most popular videos were like why are so many bronies nazis and why are so many furries nazis and then he just combined the two and he's like why are so many furries and bronies nazis and that was his most popular video it was literally <laughs> just him iterating on the topics of two previous videos that had already done well on his channel like that's like the fucking like that's that's this down to a t the idea of just like responding to basic feedback about what has done well in the past and trying to iterate on that directly and like that's the basis mm -hmm. of how like i chose games to, to play based on what games did well before and it's like mm -hmm. it's, it's why nako jishi did well after all the weird fucking tokyo jungle audience members came to andrew's channel <laughs> it's like it's like oh wow yeah. I have two audiences i have uh, I, I, andrew like knew he had, like <laughs> he had the furries and he had the um yeah. and he had the visual novel people and it's like i should he's like i should play a furry visual novel and then it's like there it goes there's all the views enjoy <laughs> Fucking, I don't like you it. You reap what you sow. <laughs> when are you gonna play another visual novel for furries, Andrew? You could you could Probably. become a full timer, be a full time wanna... visual novel furry voice actor. That's the thing. Then, is you'll, like, then you'll finally it, it, live out your dreams as a what? voice actor when you get hired for an actual <laughs> official visual wait. novel. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to be like a, a visual novel actor for some porn furry game, and that's gonna be. <laughs> That would be the thing on my tombstone. I get to like. <laughs> Sorry, die Dad. With. Right? I get to. I get to like. My tombstone will just be my name and then some shitty persona character that I voiced in some visual novel once. Just die that way. Because obviously, once I'm done voicing this visual novel, I just will die. Die from shame. People will just lay the body yeah. pillow over your tombstone. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Uh, no, I mean it's a body pillow. It's easy to make a sculpture out of it. They can make obviously, one of those. Obviously, I should be buried with the body pillow. I mean, <laughs> if I if if someone unearths my grave, like I'm just imagining. I'm just talking like when they now. put the flowers and the candles there at the memorial, and then they the, the, and someone the just pillow? lays the body pillow and like drapes it over the top of your gravestone. <laughs> People, I, I would that rather. Must have I would rather someone. I'd rather someone just put the head of the fursuit on. <laughs> that must have happened to somebody. One? Yeah, just a whole one. There's a That's whole expensive. head. That's expensive. You're greedy. Body yeah. pillow, gravestone. Oh, they're they're furries. They have money. Getting they're I'm getting <laughs> gravestones on body pillows. That's why I can't be a furry. Gravestones getting... on body pillows. Yeah. I thought like, I was uh, I was thinking body pillows a, on gravestones. I found a pillow that is a gravestone shape that says "In memory of sleep." I have so far not found a gravestone with a body pillow draped over it. <laughs> Which was the real? The, I th that must have happened. Oh, maybe right? that somebody maybe must have done that maybe in a they funeral somewhere. Maybe they weren't like as were distressing enough to like photograph it. Oh, uh, that yeah, 
everybody Granted, instead of you're photographing, already the person that's going to do the step one so who knows why who knows why you would be the person that did the step two too <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah it doesn't i i either way um <laughs> either way i i don't know i that that's the thing though i don't i wouldn't i would never want to uh to become full-time doing something i don't like that seems like the worst that basically <laughs> seems like what most people do for a living already like that's the point of a job right yeah is that it's something you don't enjoy doing and so why would i want to do that if i can avoid <laughs> that like i would rather just do something i actually enjoy yeah, it's uh, a living. living instead <laughs> yeah like i don't want to be like that and i don't want to be i feel like you that's uh, there is the 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 oxymoron there where uh playing something you don't enjoy to make a living off of it i can't imagine is creating good content because you're not enjoying what you're doing so i can't imagine you're being entertaining in what you're making uh, see what you gotta do is I you just gotta die know. inside a little <laughs> Which I think you're I, good at, I, so it's just incredible. I've, I've died. I mean, the, the last time I died on the inside, I stopped playing Let's Play, or I stopped doing Let's Plays. So I don't think <laughs> I can die anymore. Again. It's just, it, it, oh, that's man. the thing, though, is like, I could, I'm like, have to stop I could reading never... the comment section. For what? what? Oh, like the moment oh, for we, the video? Yeah, the moment we start doing, because you can't just like not read the comment section for like one playthrough. Like if you, you, you have to just like not open the comments dashboard anymore. And yeah, like the moment once yeah. we start playing Zero Escape, I'll just have to like stop reading all comments on my channel for like two months, because the I, I'll always remember that like literally part one of uh, literally part like thankfully we were so we had binged it so hard that we were way too far and so it didn't spoil it actually. But literally on part one of uh, Zero Escape, they spoiled like a major twist from like part eighty of our series. <laughs> What I can't get over in particular is that people are just really, like, tragically, incredibly bad at not spoiling things. And one of the worst ones, and fucking PSA to all of you idiots, uh, we can always tell, the dumbest kind of, like, quote-unquote not spoiler comment <laughs> is every single time that somebody, like, quotes something that you say and, like does like an emoji or like a face or like a, a knowing look or whatever it's like cool now i know that happens like you're just quoting that thing and your implication is that it's ironic i'm saying that or oh funny you should say that it's like literally every adult with a functioning brain two seconds later <laughs> is like oh i know exactly what he means all right so now i know that happens now like people are so fucking bad at not spoiling stuff with exactly that format of comment comment like uh and it keeps happening too like i uh was it half-life it's a oh god there's just there's a lot of versions was it alex uh there's another comment that i hated about alex but uh because the other thing i hate is when people uh people confirm your theories aren't true that's a spoiler <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah that is a spoiler. yeah absolutely if you confirm that so what somebody says isn't what's going to happen then that's still a spoiler you're just don't do that. Don't say, say which theories are right or wrong. You need to shut the fuck up. People are so bad yep. at spoilers. But yeah, like, uh, God, uh, spoilers for Zero Escape. But like, cause I can't, I can't like reference the example without actually saying the spoiler as, as a result. But like, literally in part one of the video, we're just looking at the people, like the lineup of characters, because the start screen of each game shows all the characters in the game. And I looked at Sigma, 
And I was like, oh, it's like an older Junpei, because he looks like an older Junpei. And somebody, then people are quoting, <laughs> oh, like, older fuck. Junpei and being like, hmm, hmm. It's like, oh, you dumb no. bastard. If I hadn't already gotten to the part where the reveal happens, where there's an older Junpei, then I would have, that would have fucking spoiled it for me. You fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah. How are you this stupid? And, and it's, what's I, really obnoxious is this game is, like, you have to walk on eggshells with this game, because if you know... If you know any part of it before it happens, it just, it is the biggest, fattest, smellest wet towel. Like, you cannot enjoy yourself. It just ruins the entire process of of, trying to guess at what's going to happen, which is like fun whether you love or hate the game. Because you could just be guessing it because you're like, this game's so fucking stupid, it probably will do that. But like, both versions are just out the window the moment you just know. Which is like, yeah, sorry, you guys, just, shut, you... shut the fuck, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like off every <laughs> it, social media because I don't trust people. They'd be like, oh, it's not really a spoiler. I'm just gonna tweet it at him. I'm like, you dumb bastard. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking to me about the game that's based entirely around mysteries that you're watching because I don't know the stuff. Don't ever talk to me about it about anything shut the fuck up stop sending me messages i will literally just like deactivate my twitter fuck you it's it's a it it's the it's so funny too because usually these are people who love the game these are people who are passionate about this game and there's nothing there's not a faster method to get someone to nope out of a game faster than knowing what happens in the game like if you if you know the ending, why are you gonna bother? I don't I don't need to sit around to be fucking disappointed. Like uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, if you like, know the ending I... of Zero Escape, why are you gonna bother? I think there's. If games I knew where... the ending of Zero Escape before I played Zero Escape, <clears throat> I would have never played Zero Escape. That's why yeah. I don't play Danganronpa <laughs> because I don't need to do that to myself. Yeah, we I already are, know. There are how several bad it is. really stupid twists that are seared into my brain about Danganronpa that I don't think will ever yeah. leave because they're so fucking bizarre. <laughs> And it's like, and like, it's like <laughs> I can't play that game and just, like, I'll, I would just have to be like, oh, I'm just going to not acknowledge it. Uh, yeah, Stephanie, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, that's interesting. I can't say anything because I already know about the dumb, stupid shit that's going to happen soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really hope that, uh, it's a, it, I know Andrew was watching the Let's Play. Did you watch the Let's Play or what did you do, Andrew, for, for the two first games? Uh, uh, Keith linked me a video of someone just recapping the entire oh, game. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Then it's not as bad as I thought it was. Because I thought you were watching no, the Let's is, Play. Oh, yeah. I wanted no, to no, no, watch the Let's Play because I wanted to like revisit all of our gripes and remember what they were, and then also uh, edit highlights the entire time. Just be like, oh, that's a good. Video. That'll be a good highlight. And just like stock but up on you, them. But it was I just so you, much if time. If you did that, you would start the third <clears> game so salty. That's and fine. so full of rage and and anger and bile, you would it would sh- color the. I've never actually been play. angry at Zero Escape. That's Andrew. Jokes on you. <laughs> I'm having a great. The two, I'm having a great time with how stupid it is. I I posted the picture, the meme I made, but watching watching the recap videos, I just had like flashbacks. <laughs> to, like every time they would mention something they, it would flash in my mind like oh god that's right it does this and the guy like and it did this oh god oh, like, no. it is yeah it's like the oh no like, it, like there's just so much stuff about that game that's hard to uh <laughs> it's hard to all of his own co-workers <laughs> it's, just, it's just why he do that 
they were on drugs in space. That's how they didn't know they were in space. Like, fuck A drug you. that dilates time fucking... by the exact amount of time that, that it would take to offset <laughs> the exact amount of gravity difference there is. They're both one-sixth, uh, except that wouldn't work that way because a bunch of stuff would be yeah, moving weird, even if it's the same speed. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, no, how do doors open or no, how do objects It's so easy to fall, fall back like, into it. It's so God, easy. God, it's so dumb. Like it just, but it's it's dumb in the worst way. It's dumb in a way that <laughs> thinks it's smart, and that's the atrocious part. <laughs> where someone's just like, "I did it. I wrote a twist," and you're like, "No, you fucking didn't, you idiot. What you wrote was garbage, and then you sold it back to me as a twist. It doesn't make it a twist." <laughs> or how all like, of the 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 ending, the villain motivation. And the ending, 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 and half of the things set up, and all the explanations of 999 are all just retconned by Zero Escape. <laughs> like, half it's of the game still... is retconned by the next game because of how not planned any of this was. And it's I like, still have no <laughs> how idea did you fail to like... yes and yourself? <laughs> it, it's like yeah. the fucking Z the Zero Escape trilogy has the fucking modern Star Wars problem, but one guy wrote it, <laughs> he did it to himself. <laughs> For what me, a fucking I disaster. For yeah. me, the, the the biggest thing. I'm, I'm, while you guys are talking, I was trying to to look up the wiki page. Oh, I found it finally. Every time I look at the synopses of the, although this time I'm not seeing the example, so I'm just gonna give you my perception. I look at the synopses of the plot, and it's so long. It's like the the <laughs> the. the the summary of the whole thing bores me because it's, it's just so <laughs> full of nonsense that doesn't matter. And, and, and then I, can, I compare it to other things that I like and think of if I had to write a synopsis of the stuff that I like. It usually feels like I could write it in a lot fewer words. But obviously I couldn't do that for 999 or for Virtue's Last Reward or whatever because there are indeed a lot of details. There are indeed a lot of twists and turns. And it's just like... Why would you write a story like that? Because I don't think they can, I don't think, can anybody write a story just, like, imagine when you set out to write a book, if you can imagine, and you have, in your, in your head, you have an, a story. Some people write it like that. You have a story that you want to write, and you start it, and you write it off. But when, if you have the story in your head, like, it can't be that long. It can't it can be a really complicated story. I get the impression that the writers for, for, this, for these games just, they sort of have an idea where they're going, but they're just winging it all the time, and that's oh, why yeah. it's, there's, there's so, so many cool to sex. Like, yeah, I, in a, like, I, like I watched the recap videos that I sent to Andrew, but I also watched a video that recapped both movies. I mean, games, and the funniest thing games. about Oof, that don't scare the, me. The funniest thing about the video that recapped both uh, games in like 12 minutes or whatever was that 999 took up more of the video than Zero Escape did, despite being half as long, because so much of Zero <laughs> Escape is fucking useless. It's so much wasted yeah. time and plot threads that go nowhere because the game had to have like 50 endings. And so it's so many endings where it's like, ah, you actually betrayed that guy and that guy betrayed you. And then Sigma like could have gone through the door, but he was like hesitating and then everybody grabbed him and then he died anyway. And that that's the end is he didn't make it through the door after getting through the door and I'm like I, I fucking hate you. Or in this <laughs> ending, fucking Phi betrays you because you betrayed her in a different timeline, but you may did or did not play that one yet. But that's the ending of this the entire arc, this entire like fucking three hour plot thread that ends with this particular ending. It just ends with the fact that Phi betrayed you 
because of another timeline. That's the entire yeah. plot of that storyline. <laughs> and it's like, fuck. My it's, favorite part about the Zeroscape series is it's, is reg, it's like listed as a survival horror. <laughs> I mean, it's not a survival horror. Or horror. It's not either survival or horror. It's, so, it, the premise is horror, and a bunch of people die horribly. Horror. So horror vaguely makes sense as like a horror visual novel. But that's it's... not what survival means. That's not what survival horror means. Survival horror has to have mechanics. Yeah, certainly I mean, the survival you, horror. There, Do you think it's horror, mechanics. It's... So it, it's supposed well, it's like to cube, be horror, which is also supposed uh, to be a horror movie. the The idea is that you're a, you hmm. literally die anytime you fail, which oh, is yeah. a horror element. Yeah, um, I suppose makes sense. The, yeah. But the problem is the the it, so technically Five Nights at Freddy's is a horror game, but it's wrapped in such a stupid design that it's hard to be horrified by it. You're just like, scared. That's the or just fr- well, not scared. Well, startled. You're, well, yeah, that's, you, that's, you just that's get thing, startled by but, a very loud noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Is like I I don't think I don't think that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is scary because it's just stupid cartoon character not, yeah, yeah. animals running startling. at you and. It's you, that's fine. It's easy to dodge that. You can just be like, uh, "Look at that one. It looks so badly rendered." But <laughs> that's how Zeroscape is. It's like you all. Whenever a horror thing comes up, you're like, "Yeah, but this was so badly written. How did we get here?" That the horror mm-hmm. drops from itself. Cause yeah, you, you, you're not scared. You're just like baffled. You you suddenly have to go into this mode where your brain has to do like a 360 no scope spin to try to find like, "How the fuck did we get here? What happened? What is?" going on here because like, the horror isn't you... the point of the writing most of the writing is the puzzles and the ice 32 or whatever and like, it, I, it's nine. I feel like the ice books nine. i feel like the games don't dwell hard enough on the most existentially horrifying thing about the games which is the fact that like they die so many times and like as far as i can tell in all of the timelines where they die they're never that's never resolved those people are never like rescued in any way you're literally having like 500 bad timelines which all still happen just so one timeline can be okay like it's like the whole the 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 plot of of zero escape is what if there was 50 trunks what if trunks happened 50 times and all of the bad universes were trunks and all of his family and everyone he ever knew get killed, gets killed by androids. They all still happen. All just to create one timeline where the androids don't kill everybody. Like, that's the I plot of Zero Escape. Yeah. That's the, the fundamental premise of the series. But yeah. remember, like, the one guy, the or, sorry, the one, the main character who you that who survives who makes it through only survives because of morphogenetic fields that help him (laughs) it it culminates all of the failures into one person's brain which is that is horrifying to think about that there's one person sitting there having what amounts to like <laughs> they remember 17, dying in like, like 50 universes yeah, like 17 flashbacks of people that he's ne- standing next to killing him <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like there's there are like seven times in zero escape where like one of the cast kills you and oh yeah Jinpei just keeps on going <laughs> like he just he's like yeah everybody we're gonna we're gonna all be saved and i'm like that girl killed you <laughs> like, like i don't the, think you like, should say that to her and like the, and the, like the plot of the second game after all the twists and shit like i've I, I already said spoilers guys is that the fucking like 
the entire world has already ended and so a bunch of people are on the moon so they can die in 50 different universes so that one of those universes the moon people can successfully send themselves into the past to then do all of them dying over and over again experiment but i i assume before the outbreak ever happens so that one of them can then escape the that facility knowing about the outbreak and stop it or something like i assume that's the premise yeah. of literally the entire trilogy and that's what they're going for shut the fuck up in the comments by the way <laughs> about the third game uh and it's like What's horrifying there is that the cast of Zero Escape is not the same cast as Zero Time Dilemma. So, like, a few of them go back in time and try to save the future, but a bunch of them just fuck off. So even in the good timeline, they don't even, like, have an influence on another version of themselves in, in a different timeline and save that version of themselves in the past. Like... Clover and Lotus and Quark can all just go fuck themselves because they don't show up. They're not in the cast of the next game. So, like... Who the, is? Wait, what? Like, Lotus and Clover just have to deal with the fact that, like, like, like that's the ending of Zero Escape is that they just, like, oh, I guess this is all, like, a hyper-complicated multi-death arena that we were just volunteered for against our will and we've been killed in a hundred timelines just to get this one good timeline where now Sigma and Phi and Junpei and June know about what they have to do. But we can just go fuck ourselves because we're just going to sit here and die on a moon base in a doomed timeline, even in the good ending. And they're not even in the next game. So, like, they're not going to go back in time. To, like, to, 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 like, they didn't, they weren't training themselves. Like, only those four characters were training for the super mission to save the world. Those two characters, those characters could go fuck themselves. It's it's such a baffling decision. Some 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 like why do they change? The, I I think I understand why they change the cast. It's because yeah. they have cool new ideas for new characters, or maybe because of whoa, publisher whoa. pressure. Calm no, down, it, there, chief. No one has any cool ideas in Zero Escape <laughs> games. All right, they have ideas. Look, None of them are cool. <laughs> but I'm to, I'm talking about in their perspective. These are like isn't yeah. isn't uh, the main writer like a um, he's an artist as well. Like he draws, right? I don't know. Uh, I know that he does. No, he's he does a, not. He's, a he's not the character. He doesn't make the art of the characters because that. No, the, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> at least with nine nine nine, but I think all of them. Uh, okay. Then I, the then artist that made the nine 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 characters is the same artist that does like Street Fighter characters. Like she's mm -hmm. she's like a a very prolific uh, Capcom artist that does a lot of the mm -hmm. like like when you see like the classic art of like like the cabinet art of like Chun-Li and Guile and all those characters like that's the same artist as 999 it's like really recognizable mm -hmm. too Yeah yeah I Wait remember a second. you mentioned I didn't even, in the let's play I didn't even know we almost we almost got saved You almost got saved you almost got <laughs> saved Apparently apparently virtue uh uh what whatever the zero time the dilemma Z Zero Time Dilemma almost just got never, or almost was never made. Oh yeah, it took years for it to come out. They thought the franchise was well, dead with with Zero Escape. Yeah, in, in which is the type of thing that galvanizes. It's like the type of thing that galvanizes an audience even harder to be like diehard supporters of the thing, and and so on, and like re like fucking like you like rally the wagons or you, you circle the wagons and like no one can attack Zero Escape because it's our beloved thing and it's threatened, which makes us love it even harder and so on. So it's like that's it's that kind I of fan base. 
I think my favorite sentence is, well, the game, the first games, first uh, game performed well enough in the West for Spike Chunsoft to develop a sequel. Both games were commercial failures in Japan. <laughs> yeah, they were. They, Japan doesn't give a fuck yeah, about those games. I, I bet. I bet Japan was like, yeah, I, I can read enough trash if I just go to a local manga store. I don't need to pay money for this. Like, <laughs> what? I like the idea that there's some executive who's like, look, no. And just moved on with <laughs> no. his life. He didn't think anything more about it. He's just like, no more Zero Escape. This is garbage. I'm done with it. And then enough people bitched about it. And he's like, all right, fine. If they want it that badly, they better freaking buy it. And then it still didn't perform well in Japan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how validated is that guy? Where he's like, I fucking told you not to make another fucking Zero Escape game. I swear to God. Like... It is pretty. F it's it's uh, kind of a fascinating, weird situation. Yeah, when the uh, the entire franchise's commercial failures just act one after another, but there's somehow a trilogy of them. It's like capitalism just doesn't work the way you think it does. No, <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> like, it's the all scores about... here are fantastic. You've got. It's yeah. You've got like they all of these are poorly rated in Japan, but then the U.S. is like eighty out of a hundred. <laughs> like. What? Well, if that's on GameStop, that's that's a fail. No, it's a uh, Metacritic. Hmm. Yeah, that's too high. But uh, that's but lower yeah, than I expected. The... People seemed really ranty and ravey about it for a while. Well, so I'm surprised that the, the, the critical yeah, score is but, actually pretty mediocre. But the, remember, critics actually had to play the game. Those people didn't play the game. They just like sat there and ingested well, it like it was some kind of flavored like, ice cream. It's like one of the most disappointing things about this entire game is the fact that like the first positive thing i heard about it and why i got excited about it in the first place was because of giant bomb it's like they were ranting and raving about this crazy visual novel where every ending's simultaneously canon and stuff like that that's and a bad idea sound, by the way they made it sound can I, can cool I, and instead it was really not can that. i make it can i make it a point to say it that the every ending is a, is is technically canon that's bad that's a bad idea right there that's the problem Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 tapping my finger on the table right now. That is the problem, and I I get that so, you you could be excited for it. It's like it's like the uh, oh this game is so big you couldn't you could never explore it in your lifetime if you wanted to. I know it sounds amazing. It's not. That's a bad idea as well. I by think the way. you could More, do that. I, I think you could do this idea well, where they, where every idea is you could, canon. You could if you have you, a you really, do really the, simple. I, I feel like you could do basically the premise of Zero Escape. Where somebody's like hopping from reality to reality in order to fix the like what's going wrong each time, and all the endings are canon. If mm. it was just all done better, <laughs> just yeah, they, they did that. It's it's an anime. It's called Zero Escape, and, it and it's really good. I mean, it's so not Zero Escape. In, sorry, it's called uh, what? It's called uh, Re Zero. Oh, I was, gonna say, I, was gonna, I was gonna say Shibuya. <laughs> they have and a little bit of that in Steins Gate. Well. We never got to, we never got to beat Shibuya, but uh. Shibuya is, is like Steins Gate is, is a little bit complicated. Uh, yeah, Shibuya uh, unfortunately, I, I, or not, or not unfortunately, or fortunately, but like in Shibuya Scramble, no, not all the endings are canon, but it is the act of playing it is the act of playing uh, Zero Escape, but entertaining and good. <laughs> I yeah, it's it was Shibuya Scramble is someone having fun with this concept. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know if they completely fucked it up it by the seriously. end or not, but it was great when we were playing it. Oh, I, I remain unconvinced. Maybe one day we'll get back to it. But God, we have to we have to review what we got so far. And reviving an old series is usually really bad because usually you need to restart. The, usually, very few people remember everything. 
uh, uh, I remember that like for us restarting sucks, but also for the audience, if you continue where you left off, like the, the, there's such a there's so little crossover of people that like remember the original episodes and still care about them, and then we'll click on the new one. Like you lost yeah. a bunch of those people, and then all the new people don't know what the fuck the series is that suddenly came back, so they're just gonna ignore it. Yep. Yeah. Do you, yeah. And why why does it suck restarting though? Because uh, you got to redo it all again. Oh. Yeah, and you also, so and you, also and, you also get stuck and, but, with these like dead end episodes that are just like dead episodes now. Like they're like the, 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 the bad timeline of the playthrough. <laughs> like I, I have a few different times that's <laughs> oh, happened. Oh, but they're like, all canon, Keith. All We've canon. done it. Yeah. We've created a much better story. <laughs> like I have a few versions of that. Like how there's there's two dead playthroughs of zero of dead of deadly premonition before I got it to a, a new one or the proper one that that it finally finished. And I have two, I have like two <laughs> the non cursed one. <laughs> yeah, and like. And like I'm starting a playthrough of Resident Evil Six right now with Bird, which will probably finish, but that'll be my fourth playthrough of Resident Evil Six before one of them finally oh finish. God. And it's like it really sucks to have like playthroughs that dead end with stuff. But you're like, I don't want to delete these episodes because what if somebody does want to watch them? But then people, you still have to deal with people being like mad at those videos because they don't end with like the game ending. And it's like I usually finish things, and it's like it's like how I have like I have like the beginning of a re- of a I have like the beginnings of a Dragon Age Origins playthrough on my channel that never finished. Mm. It's like this, I, I you're hate, gonna need I to start again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm telling you the news right now. If you if you do that, you're gonna need to start again. Oh yeah, no, because that was a playthrough specifically designed to get to the game quickly. Uh, so I was skipping oh. a bunch of stuff because mm-hmm. I was insecure with the idea of playing a giant mega long nightmare game on your channel because like that's supposed to be what's like bad. And like, and I mean, a, it is bad. People is don't game. do it because it's bad for your channel and people yeah. don't watch the whole thing. And like, as much as people want that stuff, they don't actually watch it most of the time. But at this point, I just say, fuck it and do it anyway. But back then I was like, oh, God, I'm going to play a game this long. Uh, I'm going to be a quote unquote pragmatist. And so I kept like not recruiting characters because like, why would I recruit that guy? Why would I recruit Zevron? He just tried to kill me. Why would I recru- this mm-hmm. crazy Kanari guy sounds like a murderer or whatever? I'm not I'm not getting mixed up with that mess. <laughs> like I like the, the you, you hear about the Kanari in the first town that's in prison bad, for yes. murdering people. And immediately I'm like, huh, well. That's nice. Bye. And I never talked to him again. <laughs> so, so he just dies when that town gets overtaken. And you never hear yep. about it, about uh, Quen or Kern or whatever the fuck ever again. The, like, Ze- I don't so remember. So I played through where like there's no Zevron and there's no Kunari guy. And it's just like half the characters are all gone. And I'm like, because <laughs> I was like, it's like it's like a speed run of it a little bit because because I was like, what the fuck do you do? It's like it's like one thing that I had played some Dark Souls games on the channel, but like. A fucking like, like probably a hundred episode playthrough of Dragon Age. That's really intimidating if you aren't used to already doing that on your channel. So I was like, how do I like <laughs> trim the fat of this? Because like me as a player would be completionist and all like committed to this and play a crazy amount of it. Because I I beat at that point I'd beaten the game four times. But uh, like the idea of like doing a playthrough like that is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing Dragon Age two right now. Um... The first one, I think, is easier to play on a, a Let's Play, but the second one is a lot harder. And, uh, like, what you're referring to as being long, yeah, that's an issue, but it's an issue just because of RPGs in general. The second game just... You're probably going to have episodes where n- nothing happens and you're just doing the same fights over and over again. 
or you're just doing side quests that literally do not have uh, text. The, the game likes to throw side quests that just you find find an item in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you go to a person, and uh, <laughs> like like you uh, give the item. Mass Effect Three. <laughs> Yeah, it's Mass Effect Three where I'm... Shepard's a fucking creep, and he's like, "Hey, he's... yeah, I went all the way to this distant galaxy to get this obscure relic for you because I vaguely heard you talking about it in a coffee shop, and like I didn't approach you because I was nervous, but I got the exact thing you were talking about, and like probably like burned a civilization in the process, you know, whatever." Because like Mass Effect Three, mm -hmm. he was like, "Let's have an entire style of side quest where you never actually have a conversation with anybody." <laughs> There's like yeah, they do twenty that of them. They do that in Dragon Age 2 for some reason. I'm basically yeah, because I'm editing made, like, the a Let's year Play or something. Because uh, I'm editing the Let's Play, I basically do not include any of them. It's just like, like they don't exist, and I think <laughs> I think that's good. Those quests I'm, I'm were so fucking bad in Mass Effect Three. I'm doing something really, really um, devious with the Fallout Three as well. I'm playing I'm playing Fallout Three for the first time since basically it came out. And I'm oh yeah, that, that also happened in my Fallout Three playthrough. Uh, fucking. That was an especially endangered playthrough because, like, fucking... Uh, <laughs> especially dangerous. I, I don't know if you saw it or not, but, like, not only know, was I it, like, an RPG when it's, like, that's, like, a scary thing to cover in, in a massive scale as, like, an open-world RPG when you're not used to it. But, like, my, I was, it was a series of Patreon nominations back when I could, when somebody could get me to play a game for an hour before I made it Let's Tries Only. And that's why mm -hmm. I did it was because they would start a playthrough and then they would just stop nominating. And after, like, four episodes, it's like, yeah, well, thousands of people wanted that to be a real playthrough. So I don't like this feeling. But uh, <laughs> I was doing a fucking speedrun playthrough of uh, not a real speedrun, like, not, like, exploits, but, like. I was like, how do I get through the entire story of Fallout 3 as fast as possible? Because I had it charted out so I could potentially beat the game in like eight hours or something. Because I was just it's like, all right, let's just explode Megaton immediately. And like, let's like go straight to the children and go straight to their problem and skip like half of the stages. Like sequence break the narrative by just going to the first place you can go to by just walking there and so on. Mm -hmm. with Skip the entire investigation, get to your dad in like three episodes, that kind of shit. Go to the mm -hmm. fucking, like, dimension where you hang out in, like, a grayscale place and everything is nice. It's like, I love Lucy or whatever, and you just murder everyone. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how quick can I get through all of this? I am, I'm doing a drastically different take on that. What I'm doing is I am uh, I'm using heavy editing, and I'm editing out all the enemies. All the enemies? And it's not, all the enemies, all the fights. And it's not because I, I want to get to the end fast. I'm, in fact, I'm doing all the side quests and it's going to take forever. Uh, it's because I, I, I really, really dislike the combat in Fallout 3. And I think it just detracts from the game. Kind of. And, uh, and I'm basically recreating Fallout 3. In, in, I'm not, it's not necessarily in my image or anything, but I'm recreating Fallout 3 in, into something that I, I think is going to be better. For, for my my sanity and and for that's that it's, I'm basically mixing a let's play with more creativity and not, mm -hmm. not I mean I'm not changing the dialogue or anything but it it is sort of I'm leaving some enemies like for example I find a super mutant and super mutants in that game are really uh, they're a crime against humanity they uh they just say things like I will eat you and they speak <laughs> like it's it's so, it's so Silly I like how you pause at each word like he had to think about the next word in that really <laughs> generic sense. <laughs> it's it's just so like it, it's a, it, for my let's play it was it's an early quest where you basically go to a town uh, and people are saying oh the, the super mutants kidnapped our doctor and our traitor 
and uh, they sent them up there. Go and get them, and I, I, mm -hmm. I go there. And if I had to fight them, it would be just it like it's the sadness that Fallout Three is for me of of just yeah. Every time so I hear about combat. Fallout One and Two, and especially how about how the super mutants are characterized in the original games, I'm like, oh, Bethesda did a like an evil, <laughs> like evil, absolutely. He like absolutely. ruined their they like ruined the entire super mutant like species and like their premise of why they exist on like a fundamental absolutely. level. And, and and especially because super mutants are so entrenched with the root of Fallout lore, which is the um, uh, the the FEV, which is the the thing that makes mutants for a large part. Uh, and and they specifically were born in a specific place called Mariposa Base in California, and that's where they are. And Fallout Three takes place on across the country, and there's super mutants there trying to eat people, saying, "I will eat you." And, and kidnapping people so they can eat them better or something. And it's just like, eat either way, the, my, my point is, I think um, I, I'm not, I, I'm starting to see the first few reactions of people uh, in the comments as they, as it dawns on them that there's something really different about my Let's Play of Fall 3. Yeah, I was like, and, I was, uh, this sounds like a really unusual choice. So I was wondering how the <laughs> fuck the audience would be reacting to it. People are like, there should be there should be raiders over there. Why are they all dead? Why are, why, why is that place empty? And I'm you're just, just not explaining it. You're just letting it flow. I'm just letting it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I find what I did with the first super <laughs> I mean, that I saw. Now. They, well, yeah, they might. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm being, uh, I'm I'm semi explaining it in the comments as well. But obviously not everybody <laughs> reads the comments or makes a comment. But the uh, like the first super mutant I found, uh, I just found it in the middle of the wasteland on my way to the town where they had kidnapped the the people from that town, and I I changed the in the yeah, console commands I changed the uh, the super mutant to be passive, and uh, just not attack me, and it's a it's a really sweet interesting moment where you see this big hulk of a person just going around the the, the wasteland, and you, you go up to them. And he says, talk. And that's his line, because they have a line if, if they're not aggressive. They just say that. And I says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going on my way. I just, you know, I'm just sort of making this this story around as if the game wasn't full of it. Because there's so many enemies. And it's mm -hmm. so lore-breaking. Because there's literally, like, 200 people that don't attack you in the whole game. But there's thousands of enemies attacking you. And, oh, yeah. And it's just, and it's just like, ugh. It's a problem that and was kind of recreated in Outer Worlds, where you're just like, I, mm -hmm, exactly. This, this starting planet's really fucked up by the sheer number of random people I'm murdering. It really fucks <laughs> with the tone of everything we're supposed to be like yeah. worrying. About. Oh no, the sanctity of life or whatever. Anyway, every time I step outside, I'm gonna kill like thirty people, and um, I'm the one choosing to do that. Like I'm stepping outside, knowing that I'm gonna fight like thirty people and murder them. I'm Nathan <laughs> Draking the fuck out of this game. Like yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, like, I, that's it's hard definitely to reconcile a, the two. I think I might have said that in my last few episodes of uh, The Outer Worlds was that if I, if I, The Outer Worlds 2 comes out, I think maybe that was where the the idea in my head started to appear of doing this sort of Let's Play. If When I play The Outer Worlds 2, I will uh, edit out all the combat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll play on minimum difficulty. Because it's so weird. Like A lot of the design decisions in The Outer Worlds is uh, a lot of design decisions are just go counter to what a shooter is. Like, for example, in that game, your ammo doesn't weigh anything. Um, and you find ammo... The ammo is the vast majority of the loot that you find. And the the, the uh, in terms of, like, 
if you see three loot spots, two of them is going to be ammo. Another one is going to be weapons. Or yeah, a little which bit makes sense. You don't want to... It'd be weird if more guns dropped than bullets. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, is this but a by metaphor? The time, <laughs> but by the end of the game, you have so much ammo that, at least for me, I had I had thousands and thousands and thousands of ammo. And I, 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 barely, I basically didn't pick up anything. Because the weapons are heavy, and I really don't need them because they are a pain in the ass to have to upgrade and all that. And, yeah. and, and the, the way I the mean, upgrade works... that entire works, genre has too much loot. Yeah, too, way too much loot. And most of it is ammo that you don't need. It, and, and the ammo is universal. So all light weapons use the same ammo. All heavy uh, long guns use the same ammo. All energy weapons use the same ammo. So it's universal. So it, it's uninteresting to begin with. And all the weapons are basically upgrades of each other as well. So they are also uninteresting to begin with. You never yeah. find a, a cool weapon that has a different mechanic or, or a... Uh, it's basically the same thing. You always know what you're going to find. Playing and, that game was uh, interesting because, like... One, yeah, like there was like a there was really obvious parts where they held they were held back by like a lack of scale and like the inability to like fully commit, like how mm -hmm. much they'd have to do to make that a particular game like actually fleshed out and like there wasn't like enough planets and so on like spaces, but like all of the game's yeah, biggest problems that. were the fact that it was a Fallout sequel, <laughs> like <laughs> all, all of its most damning mistakes are the fact that it was are things that it recreated from Fallout 3 and New Vegas that were just it's, like yeah. no this none of this actually fits with like the setting or the story and so on it's like it it kind of shows you like it, it reminds you outside of Disco Elysium like how much like both like hot, like anywhere from middle tier to top end RPGs budget wise are just like cowardly and have to yeah. follow a really specific formula out of like fear of doing but anything that's else that's fault Bethesda made Fallout 3, and as such, they made Fallout into what it is today. And that's why I'm saying, like, if, uh, if, uh, it's what I'm saying, uh, why I'm, it's why I agree with you completely, is what I mean to say. Uh, yeah. Because it, it is sort of a, a new Fallout. If, if, like, if Fallout 5 were done by Obsidian, and if it were done by the same people who made Fallout 1, even if it were done by me, who have, who have these opinions, I would still have to make a game for an audience that got to know Fallout by what Bethesda made, and even an audience that likes Fallout for what Bethesda made. So, yeah, Fallout is People Fallout One like and Two are seventy six. I I I don't even. I mean, <laughs> it's uh yeah, but I mean th that's the thing. Like, it's not just about what it was. The fact that the new sequels have success changes what the franchise is, and and even if they wanted to make something more akin to the original fallouts where it's uh more point and click or more uh character oriented rather than f dungeon oriented um they still have to know they know when they they design the game that they're that it's going to be played by people who are expecting a, a a dungeon crawler which is what fallout 4 and 3 and, and 76 yeah are. like they're they're, they're they're hobbled by it like yeah on a creative level and like a game being coherent level the takeaway would be that they took all the wrong lessons from fallout new vegas because fallout new vegas was good in spite of fallout 3 whereas fallout whereas mm -hmm. outer worlds is like hobbled by its weird loyalty to new vegas and fallout 3 that yeah. is just like yeah badly clashes with everything they actually are doing in their game but from a profitability perspective 
being able to market yourself as being a, a spiritual successor to Fallout New Vegas is how you get the funding for the game and yeah, for a bunch of people's exactly. interest in buying it. But that means you then have to follow through with making it like New Vegas, even exactly. though that's a bad idea. Exactly, exactly. I still think it was a... It, I had fun with the game. I just... Uh, it, it is... I, I don't know. It's just... Like, I like shooters. I'm, I, I know I come across... Because I'm criticizing Outer Worlds and, and Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 for their combat. And New Vegas as well. Um, it's not it's not that I don't like shooters. I like shooters. I uh, I, I tried the last shooter that I tried. Uh, I think was Metro. I tried to play on a Let's Play. I think it was Metro, the second Metro. And those are games that I enjoy. And I, I'm a big fan of Stalker and a big fan of uh, uh, the original Far Cry. Was really cool for me. I, I really liked it. Um, and I I like competitive shooters. It, I I like the the gameplay. Yeah. It's just that. The I gameplay doesn't shooters. fit. Yeah, it, it just doesn't fit for a let uh, for a uh, for a traditional role playing game. Yeah, so shooters, if you want to make a role playing uh, game, it uh, needs such a body count to have a coherent campaign. But yeah, yeah, that's like like your average shooter already kind of struggles to justify why you're murdering so many people, <laughs> and they, so like they get away with it often by making them monsters or zombies or whatever. But it varies greatly from shooter mm -hmm. to shooter. But like having an um, uh, an RPG full of like moral choices and having to like essentially ignore all the mass murder you're doing when you make when you're playing as your quote unquote good character just really muddies the water in a strange way. Mm -hmm. And like this even happens when you're playing like Star not even shooters but like Star Wars like like Kotor and stuff like that. And you have like the mm -hmm. body count that those kinds of games have. And you, it's just like to some extent it's just like the length of a game. Like those are adaptations of movies that are about morality and those movies are like two hours long every few years but the game is like 60 like 40 to 80 hours long and that that such a huge body count comes with that that it leads to this really weird dissonance problem with players which is why you know like around the time bioshock infinite came out the ludo narrative dissonance got driven into the ground as a term that was just said constantly <laughs> but it was like but it's but like it's a truthful concept where it's like yeah what am yeah. i supposed to think about this character in the context of this universe and what's happening in it like it fucks with the narrative in many cases and the characterization like i like joel is not a character that has dis dis dissonance in his character but Drake sure is. Nathan Drake's a nightmare. Like, what the fuck is yep. wrong with him? He's like smiling as he mur and he kills like a hundred brown people per game or more. And it's like it's so fucking weird. And it's like justified as like ah, but the the relics will like end the world maybe or whatever. And it's like you keep going on these adventures where so many people die. How are you still? How are you excited about doing it a fifth time? <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. There's gonna be so much blood on your hands. Whereas like Joel is actually characterized as a murderer <laughs> he's a horrible yeah. human being like yep. that was the point and it's like that's why last of us is so much easier to accept narratively than uncharted is because like uncharted is a fucking like nightmare where you're supposed to just be like happy with this and i'm like why did you <laughs> characterize him like this i uh, I, it's, I don't, and like every yeah. time you play as the good guy in an RPG, you're supposed to, like you're basically making Nathan Drake. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot to take in, man. That's I think that's one of the reasons why. Well, it's not. It's one of the many reasons, but it's definitely one of the reasons why I think a turn-based system, a turn-based combat system, is better for role-playing games, because you can, if you think about it, uh, like 
the experience you have when you're fighting a monster in a shooter or when you're fighting people in a shooter, especially if people, the, that, those people have weapons, the experience you have is actually very different, uh, both in terms of the story that you're creating, because obviously you're killing people or monsters, or, but, it's, it, but also in terms of the dynamics of the characters in the monsters, because they can, they can jump or they can explode or they can throw up on you or whatever. It's very different, right? If you're playing a Left 4 Dead or if you play a, a Call of Duty. But in a, in a turn-based system, that's not a, at all how it works. The, the, the difference doesn't exist quite as much. And in the best role-playing systems, what they do, and precisely because the differences are so difficult to establish, what they do is they, they sort of slow down the pace. Like, for example, Banner Saga, for me, has, is, has one of the best turn-based combat systems. It's not the system itself. It's just how well it's done and how well it's, it's fine-tuned. Fine um, and uh, that, that, uh, Mar that rabid Mario game for, for the uh, Nintendo Switch had the same uh, sort of attention to gameplay mechanics and and i think even more than xcom had and i say had i compared to xcom because it's done by the same people who made xcom right the rabbits and mario turn-based i combat. believe so yeah yeah so the, in that game they they had really close attention to like th this person attacks this way and there's this this type of attack it's very different or it procs or or it synergizes with this sort of block or with this sort of map and all that and so the str the strategy of your combat is more related to the mechanics of the gameplay or of the game itself rather than the enemies obviously the enemies also matter but what i'm saying is that when you play fall one and you start out by you can just skip that but you can you start out by there's rats in the dungeon where you start and you it, it's sort of a tutorial you start out by using the rats as a tutorial and you fight them, the sort of motions that you're going through in that turn-based system are basically the same motions that you go through at the end of the game when you're fighting super mutants or whatever you're fighting at the end. It's basically the same thing. The gameplay mechanic is the same thing. And that's why I like, uh, just to, to bring it back to why I like turn-based, is because it allows you because it, it, uh, it, it because the mechanic or rather because the gameplay is not dependent on what kind of enemies you're fighting it's dependent on the mechanics of the game it allows you to tell different stories by instead of you having to fight a bunch of people where because in a shooter that kind of it, you know it's 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 more fun when the enemy shoot back or it can be fun when the enemy shoot back in a turn-based system you can fight literally anything you can fight chairs and you can still have fun because it's all about the system it's all about the puzzles in the, the turn-based combat and I think that that's why it fits better an RPG. Uh, one of the many reasons. There's many reasons, but turn-based just fits better RPGs because the the literal clicking and moving the mouse and moving the, pressing keys on the keyboard, the literal aspect of playing the game, is not dependent on whether you're killing people or killing monsters. You can do whatever. You can tell whatever story. I don't know. It's just it's it's my my ramble about turn-based. I know I know uh, Andrew doesn't like turn-based. I I don't know. I'm not well, it's not that I it's just I'm not the target. That's it. I'm just not the target demographic for any of this. Um I RPGs are not a game that are made for me. And every time I try to endeavor to play an RPG, it turns out the same and it's never the intended method because the game itself doesn't seem to facilitate my wants and desires. Yeah. So like I just I just have to accept that I am not meant to be playing these games uh, uh yeah 
I my only annoyance is I get really I, I hate that there are games that sell themselves as being made for me. Like I hate games that try selling themselves with the guise of like even if you try to do it the worst way, the game will work around you. And it's like don't don't lie to me. You fucking idiots didn't choose. Uh, you didn't make a game for me because I'm worse than you could ever imagine. <laughs> like I'm the guy. I'm the guy that's like, why would you fucking do that? How did you beat the game like this? Like that's me. And so, like I've, like Fallout is a great example. I've been playing Fallout New Vegas recently, and that game is just not made for me. I've I've broken it so many times in ways that I clearly can see the game was not ready for, and. I constantly find myself in, like, in situations that I, the game just can't balance uh, any kind of narrative around. Where, like, I would go, like, I basically would go and I would talk to a person because I know that they have something I need. And the moment they gave me the thing, I just turn around and shoot their brains off. And it's like, what? well, I mean, how are you going to, the game's like, well, you just... You got the thing, but now you can't, like, do... Like, you won't get any of the gratification for doing this. And, like, killing this person means you get bad karma. And, like, this is not ideal. You don't want to be in this situation. And then you go and do a thing, and it's like, well, okay, I made people happy now. It's like, see, it's so killing the person didn't matter. And, like, th but then, narratively speaking, that's stupid. I basically am just, like, a... A murder hole. I'm just like a, a well, yeah, but it, I, I don't just do it indiscriminately. It's just something ticks me off. I don't like the, how the way person talked to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll sit there and I'll let them finish doing their stupid talk and I'll agree and I'll give them all the, like I met a character who like you have to be, you have to basically be f like flaunting their ego for. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm really smart, aren't I? Yeah, you, you could never do did anything you for me. Did you meet Fantastic? You met, you met Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I met Fantastic, and like literally the after the first line of dialogue, I was like, I'm gonna kill him, and I I was like, oh wait, I probably can't kill him though because he's like too obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's too obnoxious to be a guy that you can't kill. And so I waited until after I was like, yeah, I'll help you, and he so he gives me this thing I need, and I was like, okay, cool, and then I just turned around and shot him in the face and killed him. And then a guy ran up behind me, is like, hey, you can't do that, and so I shot that guy in the face. And, and then, then the NCR all like, turns against you. Well, yeah, so then the NCR yeah. was, like, really upset about me, which I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So I just ran out. I just basically ran out of the place and uh, booked it all the way into the building I was supposed to go into and then just turned on a, a self-defense system, and it just wiped them all out for me. Yes, and I was like, does. oh, okay, I didn't have to do anything. So <laughs> I just lovely. walked outside, and I was like, hey, you guys are all dead. This was easy. And I just moved on with my life, and it, it's just fine. But then, like, the same thing happened where I was just I was walking down the wasteland and minding my own business, and, like, some Legion guys showed up, and they were, like, <laughs> clearly way too high a level to be jumping me. Oh, they but will, I also, yes. But I also... I literally wiped out every powder ganger in the entire game. Powder gangers are like small they, fry. Yeah, but they all have dynamite on them. Ah, dynamite. And if there's one thing that Legion people don't have any defense against, it's fucking dynamite. <laughs> and so I literally just, I all I did was I have my companion, which I just have like the little robot companion. And so all of them were busy fighting that thing, but my companion can't die. So fucking time to lob a bunch of dynamite at these people while they're busy with my robot. Just bup, 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 bup. And everything just dies. There's nothing has even come close to like, punishing me in this and even when i interact with people the death claws yet. it's like i have met a death claw did you and he didn't yeah, kill you I, all i did i just dumped frag grenades and mines into oh, it and it died it. yes yes like 
And it's just like the, the game, but again, because I play like such a dumb fucking asshole, the game doesn't build itself around this idea. The game's built with the intention that you're trying to like There's... find a story or a narrative or try to like role play in some way. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like I've always talked about, when I play role playing games, I play them as if I'm a deity that I just accidentally just found myself on this mortal plane of existence and now i'm just going to cause chaos and get the one get the ending i want which is just whatever it whatever ending makes everyone happy and so like most of those endings are involving wiping out every single faction because every faction is not that good for humanity like the ncr are bad caesar's legion are bad and i don't remember who the other people were there's the, the brotherhood of steel the followers of the, the apocalypse what? there's the brotherhood but of it, steel it does Literally everyone I met except for the town of Good Springs has been nothing but unnecessary to my existence. Like, I don't need any of them around. They could just You don't just like the followers? Not. I don't want it. No, I don't like, I don't like anybody I think it's followers. who's like... I don't remember. There, there are people who... Are you talking about like the overly religious people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they gotta go. You can't have religion. <laughs> like, a religion doesn't exist in my world. That's, it's, it only brings detriment to society. So you have to, like, wipe them out. And so, like, eventually you get to, like, Hoover Dam, and there's no one fucking there. There's just no one fucking... You've wiped everyone out. They're all <laughs> gone. And so, like, the game just does... It just seizes. It stops and looks at you and is like, I... What have you done with me? Yeah, like, I don't know <laughs> what you wanted, dude. This is... There's no one left. You've you've done it all. You've wiped everything out. It's like, so I have Hoover Dam now. There's a lot of and people... so now I'm... There's like, a lot of people that play the game like that. I think... I, I definitely remember but the, but hearing... But the game isn't built like that. I think That's it the is. thing. The game isn't... Ma- is it? Because the I game doesn't... So. It's not rewarding yeah, in any capacity. The, like, there's think, no story. The story just play dead like ends. I think you play like that, but you don't think like a lot of people do, which is... There's the inherent satisfaction of you. Oh, look, I killed every single NPC in the game. I am good. You know, there's a, I think that that's a reward in and of itself because it's like a, an achievement, I mean, right? And I think a lot of people look at I it guess. like that, but you're expecting more, which you're right to. I said it before. I think RPGs should be made for you because your, your attitude towards it is very, it's a lot more natural than what a lot of our, uh, certainly old school RPGs or old school role players tend to have towards the game because when you play a role-playing game there's a mixture it depends on the game obviously and the mixture will change depending on the game but there's a mixture of of puzzle solving and um so you're trying to solve a puzzle where okay let's figure out how i can get this character to say interesting things to me you know what i mean you're trying to make the right choices or get the right items or do the right quests and that's the puzzle solving aspect of, of it but on the other hand there's also the make-believe aspect of of rpgs and certainly worse rpgs require you to make more believe where you're just sort of like okay i'm playing a cleric and i like want to heal everyone so so in your head you tell a story that your cleric is going around being nice to everyone but the game doesn't actually let you do that for example but that's still part of what rpgs give you is that sort of option where uh, like for example um like the last time I played New Vegas, I just went. I, I only used unarmed weapons. Unarmed weapons. I I know it sounds silly. Uh, I punched people basically, and I had like knuckle, uh, like uh, spiked knuckles, and I have a power fist and whatever. But so it's, I go around punching everybody, and in my head, obviously the game doesn't recognize that I do that, apart from the fact that people explode when I punch them. But the, in my head, it's fun because I'm. It's I made a character that punches people. And also, I don't have to deal with the weapons, which is a, bo- a bonus. Uh, so, 
like there's this aspect there's a duality of rpgs where it's the puzzle solving which in your case you don't care about the puzzle you're you care about the reward which is a legitimate attitude um and on the other hand there's the make-believe which you also don't care about because you don't it's, it's not about the, the make-believe it's about how the game reacts to your attitudes at least that's how i understand what you're saying do you know what i, I mean with the it, duality like yeah i but it's like I like the puzzles. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem immersing myself into the world and exploring it. The problem I have tends to always be people don't people can't see the world the way that I they, people can't see the problems in the world that they live in. Yeah, I am a yeah. third party. I can see all the problems. I know all the problems. I know how to fix those problems. But everyone can't see beyond the small pre-programmed scope that they have. And so I don't have time or I don't need to have time to try to explain it to these people because their existence doesn't matter. So I can just do what I need to do to save the day. Like Helios one, I gave power to the entire Nevada. I fixed it. I got power to everybody. The end, right? That's mm -hmm. it. I don't, I don't have to but do that, anything. Like I did the right thing, but that's what that I mean was by what you're supposed solving. to do. Is that, is that you, old-school RPGs specifically, but RPGs in general, they sort of engender this need in people to figure out, what if I did something different? Like, what if instead of giving it to all of Nevada, I just sent it all to New Vegas? What would happen? And that's what I mean by the puzzle-solving aspect, is that um, because... Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but uh, I'm not saying that everybody likes that idea of what if i did something different a lot of people don't a lot of people just play role-playing games role-playing themselves and and being like what would i do in this situation uh which is a way to play role-playing games and it's an easy way to immerse yourself in the world but it certainly doesn't allow you to do different things because you you know you're a single person you're not gonna you're not gonna do two things you do one thing um but yeah it's still an aspect of uh it allows you to. It lets you know that there's multiple possibilities. And one one thing that RPGs do, uh, some of them, The Witcher One did this, for example, is because they want people to see that there's different choices. What they do is they give you unexpected consequences to your actions. So, for example, uh, the thing that looks the good thing to do actually results in the bad choice. So you, when you replay the game, you do the bad choice, so it gets the good choice. Joke's on you, you get an even worse choice, because this is The Witcher, what did you expect? Uh, but still, the... the it's, it's... I don't know. I think, I think your attitude comes from maybe not having grown up playing things like Baldur's Gate and... and uh, JRPGs yeah, do, I mean, my, do that as well. But. My... My first RPG was Fallout 3, and I played that, like, in, like, high school. Mm -hmm. And it was the same problem. Like, yeah, the same problem of I showed up. I, like, I think it's... when it, the moment that the game was like, all right, you're leaving the vault, I literally killed everyone in the vault because <laughs> I hated all of them. I was stuck in this vault with people I didn't want to be around. And so any person I could find that was part of the vault, I murdered them. And so my prerogative was like, you got to find your dad. Yeah, to kill him because he's the one that escaped the vault and he and needs to die first. And let the cockroaches in. Like, do, do you know that it's like, canonical that the cockroaches at the beginning of the game are because your dad opens the vault door so the cockroaches I come bet. in? Like, oh my god that is so he, silly but that was the thing is like i had to sit there for so long and i hated every minute of it like i hated being stuck in this like on rails thing is like why yeah. do i even create a character if i don't even get a freedom of choice like i have no agency the, the amount of cutting the that i did at the intro 
and yeah so like the amount the moment you leave it's just like go find your dad and it's like yeah no fucking shit cock's gone it's like i'm gonna find him for sure and like then the quest just becomes like how does andrew get to his dad as fast as possible so you never talk to people well yeah and so i just talk to the people that like oh go to your find your dad here and then you shoot that person and you keep moving (laughs) it's because like if they know your dad, they're not good people. They need to go away. And so you just have to keep going and going until you get to where your dad is. And then you just kill him. You just... Can you what actually you're saying is Fallout like is a Star Wars. Fallout is a Star Wars. I mean, yes, <laughs> basically. The, uh... I don't know. It's just... My, my method is always... My method is just always like, I want to do whatever is good for society. But I'm not going to tolerate uh, diplomacy to get there. I have no need and no desire and no, like no, no one can tell me. No, that's the thing is like, no one in this game can stop me from not taking the diplomatic route. I will always come out on top. The American way. Yeah. But it's like, but, but realistically, like these are just dumb computers. They can't do anything. Of course. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. They can't stop me. They have no agency. So if I want something, so in order to get you to engage, like an RPG has to do the same thing that horror needs to do to get you to engage, which is to make you powerless. Yes, basically. Like, an RPG has to make it so I do not have the power except diplomacy. Like, I have to talk my way into every situation. Because if you give me the option to be violent, violence is the easiest option. You don't have to do anything. Or Disco Elysium. Yeah, did you play Disco Elysium, Andrew? No, because I was waiting until... Because I didn't want to... Well, yeah, I want to play it, but I Mm -hmm. was waiting until the the voice acting patch came out because i was i was recording it and i was trying to do all the voices oh, and that quickly became impossible yeah and so it was like okay i can't talk for everybody because like i literally talked to these two old fucking guys playing whatever Bull. the fuck Bull. and that was like an hour it was like an yeah. hour of like geopolitical talk and i was like i don't even know what the fuck any of that you just said opening, it's my voice was, is horse. he had the weirdest like, opening hour i've ever seen of disco elysium i, I think it took me two <laughs> hours to leave the building <laughs> Oh, you just left the building? But he just walked right outside and found the old people playing ball. And that was his opening hour of the game. Wow. Well, I I did. I talked to people inside. I talked to all the people I could see. You didn't throw yourself against the lady in the wheelchair, though. No, I just moved on. Like, I don't. My prerogative is to. I'm there to solve a fucking crime. I'm going to solve the fucking crime. There are so many comments that aren't mad at at me for not being lol random enough in the opening hours of that game. (laughs) <laughs> i don't even uh, I, yeah. I, I don't even like yeah i can't even imagine but like i want to play disco elysium because i like the idea of just like talking through all of your stuff it's but the great. problem is that it's, yeah because it, it allows went, you to be zany if you want do you know what i mean yeah but i i mean i probably or a but fascist, realistically if or I, both but yes well that's the thing is like if i don't have if i do not have the option to be violent i will most likely be like overly democratic where i will do whatever it takes to get people to be like as uh you have the option as to like be violent. working together yeah as well you do you know what i mean it might like, not result like in that level violent oh no no like I, there's no enemies I, like i'm a, yeah well that's what i'm saying is like if a, if <laughs> the an greatest RPG enemy is yourself an system, and there's 12 of yes. them <laughs> yeah if it if an rpg has an enemy system i will wipe them out systematically like i will it doesn't matter what your army is. I will stop them from from ground to to leadership. My immediate, I will kill them all. My immediate you essentially is choose why. your enemies in the form of your stats. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is that sounds great. I 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's such a great, I, but at the same time, it needs to be engaging enough to make me want to do diplomacy. Cause if you're going to have, like, I will say, uh, I didn't immediately rush to playing Disco Elysium the moment the patch came out because there's still this part of me that like is kind of soured from that first hour of playing where I was like, okay, this is kind of good and all, but I really didn't care about almost everything people said to me. Like it was really tough to it's fantasy to, to parse yeah. to parse the information through because it's just a lot of like especially when you I don't know maybe the route I took but there's like I talked to a lot of people and none of them had anything relevantly important for me to to listen to all like none of it helped me with this crime yeah that's uh, that I'm thing. trying to solve and I was like I'm here for one task. And if I cannot do this one task, I will not retain the information from you people. Yeah, th- like I will not talk to you. I will not. Basically, doesn't yeah. focus on the on the crime. It's all tangential. Well, then we're gonna have a hard fucking time because it's that's all very, I want to do. It's very Beastars season one. <laughs> fucking great! I just like you can. All focus, I want to do is you solve can the focus crime. on the crime, I, I, but you need to be like if you want to focus on the crime, you can absolutely do that. But you're gonna need to be. You're not, you're not, you're gonna need to stop talking to people. Like, you go to the old folks and they, you can't ask them about the crime, or you ask them and they say, Oh, yeah, there, it's there. And you just say, Okay, bye. And you can do that. You can, you can beeline the quest line, but there's a lot more. So there's all the side quests, basically. And it's, it's this lady that, uh, you're convinced that her husband is, is missing and she's just reading some books. Or there's this kid that, that, uh, is Kuno. Or there's, there's this scab. <laughs> Or there's this scab that uh, has mismatched clothes, and stuff connects. But it's uh, the attitude that you have it's to have. It's a holistic is, RPG. Yeah, the, the attitude that you have to have. All the surrounding world actually folds back into the narrative in many cases into the crime. It, yeah, it, but you can absolutely so that means be I have to rub it. my face against every person. Y- yes, uh, that is how the game is designed. But you can absolutely it's, skip it's the so, dialogue well, yeah, if. I'm, the time won't pass if you don't rub your face yeah. on everyone. Time only yeah, passes that's, that's, by talking to people. Like you, if you stand still, the t- the clock doesn't move. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's the and so this becomes like a second layer problem for me, which is I, at my core, wish I could fucking remove point and click games from the face of the human planet. I fucking oh no, hate it's like a point and click, click RPG. I, it's RPGs I are all point hate and click them. Because I don't, all I do is I just angrily click, 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 shut, shut up, shut up, just do the thing, just take the thing I have, I want to be done, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm yeah, not going to sit understand. here and listen to someone talk to me about how this fishing pole doesn't go here because you haven't talked to the other guy, it's the fucking fishing pole, it doesn't go anywhere else, the take biggest... it, and it's like, no, you haven't <laughs> talked to the guy, it's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, like, Andrew you was designed like, for just... one video game, and that game is Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> and doom I don't those think... are the only two games that my entire dumb child brain works at it's like pick up all the items or kill literally everything those are the only two modes my brain can compute i don't and think it's like uh, anything i don't think discoism has that problem though because the ga- the way they gate you from content is for example like you you you, you find the corpse you find the, the the scene of the crime and you need to get the corpse out of uh, the tree it's in the tree and you have some choices and you can deal with them and you know you're doing the main quest right when you're doing those things yeah but there's then no you like imagine... ch- combined chicken with pulley to make solution 
lot but there's nonsense. A, but okay. The way they gate it is that if you fail, for example, which you likely will, although you might not, if you fail to get the corpse out of the tree, uh, you know, your companion tells you, uh, maybe this or maybe that. He gives you some options for you to do. But the act of figuring out how to now get the corpse out of the tree is you going around asking people. So maybe you go to the big strong guy or maybe you go to the boss, the crime boss or something. And you, you, you know, if you, you mess around with them. So the, the, the gating isn't you haven't talked to this person. It's you don't know what person you need to talk to. Do you know what I mean? So, like, for example, I know the game, there's a lot more of, or less. The, there's a lot of problems in Disco Elysium that have, like, eight solutions, two of which mm -hmm. I don't know still, despite having beaten oh, the yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you, you, probably, you probably can make write down a walkthrough of how to beat the main quest as fast as possible. I, like, I know all the steps. I, I mean, I am playing the game, so I, I have the advantage there. But like, I could I could just tell you, you do go here, go there, and if you can fa you can pass through this, and I and like I could just give you a list of things to do, and you do the site the main quest, and it still involves you going all over the place and talking to most every people, every person, because, they, you know, even simple things like where are you gonna put the body, where are you I going actually... to sleep tonight. Also, that yes, is <laughs> a genuine logistical concern in that game. I wish. I wish they had made food being an issue. It would be so nice sitting down with Kim for lunch. You just wanted to fully commit to being pathologic. I re no, really wouldn't. Wouldn't it be nice just to go into the cafe and being like, sitting down? Okay, what what will I have to, this morning or whatever? I mean, and I'll then take Kim any says excuses nice to have more conversations with Tim, with Kim. Yeah, and then it, it could be good because it would like summarize what you just did. It would make sense because you eat. Although it would certainly undercut that one line where Kim says you haven't drunk any water in the last two days, which is a, <laughs> an amazing line. Um, this will be no, the big question, amazing, is, is if by the end of this, like, will Andrew finally like a party member? Or will he also hate Kim? <laughs> I don't think he Kim can hate Kim. is, like, with you for, like, the entire game. I think Andrew is going to like Kim. Like, I think you can really antagonize him and get him to go away a fair number of times, but, like, it's, like, heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm doing a little bit of that in my playthrough because I'm a bad person. And uh, Kim just shows how kind of a person he is. It, it's just... He's uh, just unrelenting. I think Good Andrew's going to like Kim. Have fun, Andrew. <laughs> I, I'm excited, I guess. It's just... I don't know. I, I I reassured that there's not any of the stupid like here are six items, combine them to one no, just so you no. can shake a milkshake. No, like I I I hate. No, it's that only stuff. point and click in the way so where you'll much. like exp you'll explore this whole map and a series of weird skill checks or secrets will allow you to access different locations as you learn new things or find new items, and then you'll be like, oh shit, this has stuff that actually r r wraps back around to that, and I can use that back there. Mm -hmm. Okay, well that's that's normal. That's just how like real life works. So that yeah, that's fine. Yeah. One, um, the one thing that I do yeah. recommend is that you, uh, like obviously you can, uh, it, it, you can have trouble with any any mechanic in the game. Like simple things like taking drugs can be difficult. I found that there's a bug basically that if you equip a drug to take it. It doesn't allow you to take the drug. You need to unequip it and equip it again. I don't know if it's on my system only, Ooh. but like even. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but, like, things like... The, so, the, when you... You have some dialogue lines that are skill checks. And those are random-based. So, you can you have a better chance to succeed or you have a lower chance to succeed. 
and there the there's the red skill checks and there's the white skill checks and that mechanic can be a little bit confusing what i recommend that you do is once you, you figure it out if you need help of course I mean, we're the here game to explains what they are it does it does but there's there's one thing that it's easy to miss which is the plus and the minuses that you get to that those chances and they're really interesting and funny sometimes uh, like for example you you have a, a chance that it's like a 50 50 chance that you succeed at this but you get a plus one to your dice throw um, because you talk to this person and when you hover over those skill checks you can see the plus one and the minus one or whatever that you get from from this and you should read those if you if you have if you want um because not only does it inform you of what is going on and and gives you a little bit more detail about why you f maybe you feel more confident about what's going on or or maybe you like you figure something out but it's also funny some of the pluses and minuses are really interesting certainly with a main quest i think later on the pluses and minuses get part they become part of the storytelling like the, it's a pop-up on a skill check that tells you why you have such a good chance and that is part of the storytelling that you have a plus one on certain thing because sometimes it's like you saw a scarf outside or something i don't remember any example off the top of my head uh, without being spoilery but sometimes it's also weird like for example um you're wearing a jacket and uh you have a plus one for to a skill check to convince somebody that they're you know that they're wrong about something and you're wearing a jacket you have a plus one and like you're you're not cold because you're wearing a jacket you know like why would you do that and the reason is because your shivers are not going to screw with you because your shivers is a scumbag it always screws with you when you're cold it's it's not when you're cold but yeah shivers is a skill it's just it's in, it's such an incredible game it's just an, such an interesting idea that skill checks get pluses and minuses based off of interactions with the world and they're everywhere everywhere it's great well, this is the latest we've ever gone. Yep. We would definitely need to wrap up. How long has it been? Uh, three, over three yes, hours. Yes. It is the longest. You know, my yes. food arrived a while ago, and you oh, and sorry. so I went to get it. And you guys oh. were, when I got back, you guys were having like a heated conversation about Fallout. So I just sat here and ate all of it silently. And I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just have to mute my microphone to make sure no like eating sounds get in. But I was just, I'm just like sitting here listening to a bunch of conversation while eating my entire dinner and I'm already done. <laughs> well, nice. You ready for Final Fantasy then? Uh, I will. Now Andrew has to get ready. That's why I got to go. Yeah, no, I need mm -hmm. to, yeah. no, I need to get He's got to like walk his dog probably and stuff. Shadow. Yeah, I already have food, but I gotta walk, yeah. He has life that is dependent on him. Enjoy that thought after all that talk about Fallout, audience. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I don't. Uh, dogs don't talk to me, so they get <laughs> to pass. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>